0: 4.5 W233 DB Norwich.
1: time. Republicans on the verge of taking back control of the House just one seat away as the vote tally continues, 14 races undecided. Amid a surge of momentum for his troops, Ukrainian President Zelensky urging the G-20 leaders to tighten the screws
2: on Vladimir Putin. Zelensky appeals to the G-20 to take further steps to press for an end to Russia's war on Ukraine. The Ukrainian President has reiterated 10 conditions for ending the conflict that began in February, among them a complete withdrawal of Russian troops and full restoration of Ukraine. Ukrainian control of its territory. He also calls for an international conference to, he says, cement the key elements of the post-war security architecture in the Euro-Atlantic space, including guarantees for Ukraine. I'm Charles Delodesma. The October producer
1: price index shows that wholesale inflation cooled a bit more last month than analysts were expecting. Wall Street pleased with that. Right now, the Dow's up 366 points and NASDAQ ahead 279. More on these stories at townhall.com.
3: Sponsor of passive affordable single and multi family residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at KeyCityCapital.com or give me a call at 817 912 1569.
1: The sentencing process starts today for the man convicted of killing six people, injuring dozens more at a Christmas celebration in Wisconsin.
4: On November 21st of last year, Daryl Brooks drove his SUV through a Christmas parade in the Milwaukee suburb of Waukesha. He'll be sentenced for six counts of first-degree intentional homicide, which carries a mandatory life sentence in Wisconsin. The judge has discretion on 70 other charges and will make a decision after hearing victim impact statements. Brooks is facing six Six consecutive life sentences, plus more than 850 years in prison. Tasha Stevens reporting.
1: Turkish police have arrested more suspects in connection with the bomb attack on a busy pedestrian avenue in Istanbul. It killed six people, wounded several dozen others, bringing the number of people in custody to 50. Sunday's explosion targeting a popular thoroughfare lined with shops and restaurants. News and analysis, townhall.com.
5: Morning, everybody. Mostly sunny to start, then increasing cloudiness throughout the day. Today, temperatures will be in the mid-40s. Woo, cold. Tonight, snow or a wintry mix becomes likely after the evening commute, then changes over to rain for most at night. Overnight, low 34. Wednesday, showers to start. Any lingering rain ends, otherwise mostly cloudy. Highs in the mid-40s, 50 along the shoreline. Thursday, a mixture of sun and clouds. Highs in the mid-40s. In the Early Warning Forecast Center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy day.
6: 37 in Norwich, 39 in New London. Good morning, I'm Marty Hausberger. Governor Ned Lamont will head into his second term in office with a new chief of staff. Paul Mounds is leaving the Lamont administration in January and will be replaced by deputy chief of staff, Jonathan Dock. Lamont administration general counsel Nora Danahy is also leaving that position before the governor's new term starts. Lamont expected to further discuss changes in his administration at the state capitol in about a half an hour. Channel 12 out of Providence reports that Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee's taking some time off after being elected to his first full term. McKee's office says he will be out of the state through Thanksgiving Day will spend time with family. He also plans to attend the National Governors Association meeting in South Carolina. Spokesman says that uh, the governor plans to remain in contact with his staff on a daily basis. One person is dead after being struck by a train in Lisbon. State police say the unidentified person was hit while trespassing on the tracks last night near Phillips Road. That incident happened on tracks used by the Providence and Worcester freight trains near the Canterbury Town Line. Police are investigating. And the name of the new United Soccer League team to be based in Pawtucket, was announced yesterday Rhode Island FC will play its home games in a new 10,000-seat stadium that's being built along the Seekonk River. It's expected to open in the spring of 2024. Plans to bring professional soccer to the city were announced three years ago when the Boston Red Sox AAA affiliate announced its move to Worcester. Increasing cloudiness today with a high of 45.37 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. I'm upset. You're upset?
7: About what? People don't like clowns anymore. What happened?
6: Well, they made them into scary, scary, freaky... Because because uh, of the movies characters. Yeah, so people don't like clowns anymore so cuz the they're movie, scared. The
7: movie's ruined. The clowns. movie's
6: ruined. Clowns. Yes, that is. Oh the fact. man. Instead of rating it
7: R, it should be uh RC. <laughs> RC? Yeah. Ruckus clowns or mean clown- clowns or that's that's really sad. Did you grow up liking clowns? Did you like clowns? No?
6: Um, I could take them or leave them. I thought they were a little creepy, but... Uh,
7: really? A little creepy?
6: But they were all right.
7: They had a little horn, a little horn, yeah, and they had little...
6: drop, Teardrop big feet. Yeah. Well, Blew up balloons. Hmm? I used to have a Bozo the Clown punching bag, so that might tell Oh, you my, uh, Okay. My attitude toward clowns but. Now when you call somebody a bozo That's really um, Yeah, it's not uh, It's, it's
7: not, not, a complimentary. No. not a good thing Not a good thing Seriously, I, we had Clarabelle the clown And mm-hmm. even Does Ronald McDonald still a clown? Is, yeah, they, yeah He's still yeah. there? I think he's still around, yeah Okay, I'm surprised they didn't Get rid of him
6: I think he's still around Okay, that's good
7: People used to have clowns at their kids' parties Yeah Now they have a clown and everybody runs home No, They've turned him into a horror figure. Pretty good. Well, speaking of movies, I have a gentleman who uh, is a movie critic coming on at 1 o'clock. He's been a columnist for the Boston Globe for a number of years. Nice. He's going to talk about the uh, current movies. Do we have any major stars anymore in the movies? I don't know. I don't think so.
6: Uh, Not like they used to be.
7: There's no Marilyn Monroe's and things like that. Things like that and people like that. Mm, or is really.
8: there? No, no. Who do
7: you
6: think is the number no, no. one movie attraction right now? Oh, I'm not really in tune to all that anymore. See, there um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, who's the big bombshell
7: superstar? I, I have one, then I'm going to ask him about it um, Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's still. I mean, he's, he's with he, Very enduring, movies, yeah. His movies are making tons and tons and tons of money, so he yeah. might be the, the one.
6: He's one of the biggest uh, stars in my lifetime. I mean, he's,
7: yeah. he's up there. hmm uh,
8: Yeah.
6: He has written reviews of movies for many
7: years, a member of the National Society of Film Critics. I would like to be a film critic. That would be fun. I bet you'd be good at it. Oh, man, I would just love... You know, I watch movies and say, well, they could have done this a little bit different. They should have done that, and... Uh, yeah.
6: My home theater down in Niantic closed for several months because of the lack of quality movies. They're yeah. going to reopen in December, but they thought the movie uh, pickings were so slim that they closed down. I think so you uh, might ask him about that. Is it true? Yeah, that, uh, no, there's really. There's not
7: any good movies out at I the I think moment? that's the same in, uh, I'm not sure, was it Niantic theaters yeah, closed? Yeah, that was it. That was yeah. the one, Niantic. They're closed until the uh, good movies
6: start to come out, yeah. which is now. In December, eh? Mm-hmm.
7: This guy was a finalist for the Pulitzer Prize in Criticism.
6: Mm, that would be a good...
7: Talking about movies. That would be a good trophy. Criticism oh, the of movies, right? The best critic around. I was thinking about that when I read that. Gee, I, I should win an award for the worst golfer. Yeah. You know? Somebody who spent should more... should
6: be a Pulitzer for worst golfer.
7: Absolutely. An upside-down trophy. Yeah. Somebody who stayed in a sand trap for over 30 minutes. Things like that. <laughs> First golfer to actually hit the ball further backwards than f- forwards. Yes, you have all kinds of accomplishments. All, so I should get the trophy as the worst golfer. I would let's, be so excited. Let's start a campaign, yes. And the winner is? Who else? The Stu Breyer. Stu Breyer for the worst
6: golfer of all time. Of all time. Yeah. Worse than the Stooges. Why, you? <laughs> That's hard to do. They should have. So this guy gets
7: uh, almost a Pulitzer Prize because uh, for his criticism, he's hard on people of movies, hard yeah. on movies, which is good. We don't want you know anybody pandering. No to the movies, you know, because it's a big uh, it's a big position because
6: you can make or break a movie. There should be a Pulitzer or something like for critic of people, not just movies, but yeah, critic of people. Do you slam people for a good reason? You should get an award. We should have a
7: different kind of award shows, like biggest hypocrite. Yeah, in the entertainment field or in, in politics. Or politics, or, yeah, that'd be great. I, I would watch that show. Whole, we could have a whole show. Yeah, I would definitely watch that show. Hmm.
6: You and Ricky Gervais could host it.
7: Ricky Gervais, kind of funny, he, huh?
6: He's like, he he takes no prisoners.
7: <laughs> I know. I don't think he wants to do it anymore, though. Probably not. I was reading. Uh, I think they asked him, and he had enough. It's like, no thanks. He had enough of threats, whatever. So, um, interesting. Ty, Bar, Ty Burr is his name. Ty Burr, okay. T-Y-B-U-R-R. I hope he doesn't criticize the interview. He probably will. Tell him what a bad golfer I am. He'll feel bad for me.
6: What a bad interviewer you are. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in the Boston Globe. Yeah, I was... Interviewed by this radio hack in Norwich the other day. And
7: well, at least I'll, uh, you know, get some notoriety in the Boston Globe. Yeah, yeah. If you didn't like it, you know. Right. So, what do you think of this, folks? Talk about having so much money that the California house where Steve Jobs co founded Apple mm-hmm. is a historical site. Okay. And now the sandals that he wore pacing its floors have been sold for nearly $220,000.
6: Yeah, that's amazing.
7: What do these people think there's going to be billions of dollars in the shoes or something?
6: There's got to be athlete's feet and fungus. Good and grief. Really. He wore these things in the 70s, I read.
7: I mean, you got a pair of uh, $220,000. You could buy five or six sneakers with that. Come on. They are well-used brown suede Birkenstocks, dating to the mid-70s, set a record for the highest price ever paid for a pair of sandals.
8: Yeah.
7: The cork and jute uh, footbed retains the imprint of Steve Jobs' feet.
8: Yeah.
6: Have you heard this? No, oh, yeah. Okay. Heard about it this morning.
7: Which had been shaped after years of use. Yeah. The auction house said that in the listing on its website, the sandals were expected to bring sixty grand, But the final sale price, with an accompanying NFT, whatever that means...
6: That's a fungible and eight- token, I think.
7: Oh, good for you. 218750 Jobs and Steve Wozniak, co-founder of Apple in 1976 at Jobs' parents' house mm-hmm. in Los Altos, California in 2013. The property was named a historic landmark by the Los Altos Historical Commission. Yeah, I could see that. And uh, Jobs uh, died very young yep. in 2011. He's
6: been gone that long.
7: Yeah, 2011. Wow. So, so somebody's got a pair of his sandals. Come on over and... Barely
6: stay. intact, from what I understand. Yeah, barely They were intact. so worn.
7: And uh, so you, this going to be, you know, come on over the house and look at the sandals?
6: Yeah, I don't know what you do. Oh, you I'd put say, them in a glass case? Say, you nope. wear them? Yeah, Maybe no. you
7: wear them yourself. Yeah, wear them yourself. Look, I got Steve Jobs' Many people would sandals. like to have been in Steve Jobs' shoes. Yeah, really. So now you can literally do it. Hmm. Well, that's what happens when you got a little extra dough Yeah You know? You can s- 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 You're s- able to f- foot some prices <laughs> easily You can foot the bill, yes Say hello to the audience Oh,
8: white guy!
7: <laughs> Come on, guys Hello Hello hello! Yeah, could change my name from Stu
6: to stooge Yeah Yeah We say that behind your back <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, not at least really. you would not do that to at you At least
7: you're honest about it. Yes, I'm like the critic. You're like the critic. You'll be getting an award. Bring it on. So it should be interesting to find out uh, which movies he actually likes.
6: Yeah, I, I don't know what's coming up. He
7: did. Uh, I was reading about him. He doesn't like the movies in Netflix. Oh, he doesn't. And they don't pick, and half of them are in a different language. Hmm. So he's a little upset about that, but he does work with. Uh, was it uh, HBO Plus? This plus and minuses—I don't know. There's so many yeah. different ones. Helping them pick out movies. This guy's a big deal. Oh yeah, I mean he's Boston Globe. It doesn't get too much bigger than that. I'm stretching this because I can't find the jingle. <laughs> I thought you just loved me. I no. Besides that, you know. I mean, I like you a lot, but. <laughs> I don't love you. I can and I'd
6: rather have the jingle. Is that what you're Is saying?
7: It, I love you, but then I don't want to marry you. Yeah. Let's, Let's just live see, together. This one. I have one that doesn't work and one that does. So what? The jingle?
9: Yeah. the Why jingle. Why doesn't the jingle work? Uh, you need to get rid of that one. I got it. I got it. It's I got time it. for the number one have talk fun with show in <laughs> Eastern Connecticut and Southern Thank Rhode Island. you. Maryland, the Stu Brier Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Brier. Okay, late jingle,
7: you're fired. I can't fire anybody, I have to give them three chances to mess it up. Is that how it is now? It's right. difficult to fire someone. Hi, welcome to the program.
10: Jingle, 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 jingle bells, jingle bells.
7: You are the jingle man, for sure.
10: Yeah, yeah that's right, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so uh, when are you going to do an interview with a talk show critic?
7: That's going to be... A, oh, a talk show critic. No, I... That's <laughs> good.
10: I you think can, I'll... Uh, come on.
7: I think I'll be a critic for my own show and put it in a column. I
10: don't know if there, know if there are any talk show critics. Oh, there must, there be. must be.
7: Yeah, there people... Be. If there's something to be critical about, they'll find it.
10: Well, I had not checked in with you in a while. I've been kind of busy, so I thought I'd call and annoy you. Um, well,
7: that's very good. And, you know, if you didn't call today, I was going to start to uh, be concerned. You were going to uh, yeah put Phoebe
10: on high alert. Yeah,
7: send people down to your apartment. Check Kid it out.
10: Shows you were talking about clowns. I I I'm with Smarty on this one. I never liked clowns. So I always thought they were stupid.
7: <laughs> well, they're supposed um, to act stupid, and they're supposed to be funny.
10: No, they weren't. They're dorky, dumb, stupid. Wow, well, maybe it was like me. It was, I do I mean, take all that back.
7: I always thought the clown thing was a cool thing. You know, they they yeah, make kids, kids laugh.
10: Kids love clowns. I was the only kid that didn't. And they blew. Yeah, I was the only kid that didn't listen to rock and roll. When I was uh, a kid in school, I was listening to country music.
7: Well, that's okay, too.
10: Yeah. Well, it wasn't back then. You listen to country music, you're weird. Stay lo- away lo- from him when uh-huh. he listens to country
7: music. I love country music, but I didn't hear it too much on the radio when I was growing up. It was mostly, uh, you know
10: pop standards and rock and roll. Yeah, it was all rock and roll back then. That was was great. You have more country nowadays. Mm. But um, I'd be curious what people's favorite kids' shows were on television back in the days of yore. Uh, I think my favorite was probably Captain Kangaroo.
7: Captain Kangaroo was okay, but it was a little bit too slow for me. Uh, kids, yeah, you know. yeah,
10: yeah. but it was morning. You know, to yeah, me. I, know. I know.
7: Gee, come Maybe on. Maybe I've always
10: been slow in the morning. <laughs> I was uh, hoping
7: that my parents would send them some coffee or something. Come on, wake up, <laughs> <You> Captain Kangaroo. <know. laughs>
10: <laughs> <laughs> and Mr., uh, let's see now, his grandfather clock was always oversleeping. Yeah. You know, Hi, he always yeah. wondered what that was about after we found out that. Bob Keeshan got busted for pot like 22 times.
7: Oh, my God. Well, that's uh, that's of, what it was. He was on pot all yeah, the time. Yeah, kind
10: of figure out why Grandfather clock well, couldn't wake up at 9 o'clock in the morning.
7: Well, here's a bit of trivia for you and you yeah. folks that uh, Bob Keeshan, before he became Captain Kangaroo, was the clown on the Howdy Doody show.
10: I did not know that.
7: He was the clown.
10: Yep. And I don't like clowns. I guess now I like clowns again. yeah. What I did not know that <laughs> they never wanted and, uh, Clarabelle to talk. Was um, wasn't that the show that had Mister Goody Good? I don't know. He had. Wasn't ta- that, that Howdy Doody?
7: Oh, Howdy Doody. No, he had Mister um, Bluster and Dilly Dally and uh, Chief okay. Thunder Thud and.
10: Yeah, my uh, I remember my little niece when I babysitter. She'd watch that. Well, I think she was probably mm-hmm. five years old or whatever. Uh, the other one I really liked was, and I still do, the Flintstones. As far as cartoons, I could watch the Flintstones all day, even as an adult.
7: Yeah, the Flintstones were good. They were good. I loved the Flintstones. Yeah, I love that.
10: I, I liked um, Ranger Andy. I don't know if you remember that one growing up in Boston. Did you have Ranger Andy up there?
7: No, I don't think so, but I've certainly heard about him.
10: Yeah, I good. think, wasn't that a... Uh, Connecticut produced program, or I, I think it went national mm-hmm. eventually, but wasn't it? Didn't it originate in Connecticut, or am I mistaken? I
7: think you are correct on that. I didn't know it went yeah. anywhere besides Connecticut. And we also had one
10: uh, Ranger Kevin. Rick. No, that was a kid's magazine, wasn't it? We
7: had Ding Dong School.
10: Oh, I used to hate that. She, Ding dong school. I, but you like bells. Ding-dongs.
7: No, it's you like bells. So
10: well, yeah. And, suppose, uh, but she don't was get an- technical.
7: She was another <laughs> laid back gal. Ding dong school. Uh,
10: I think the thing with Ranger Andy is his little ranger station always reminded me of a friend of my dad's who lived over in Patchogue, uh, over by the Patchogue State Forest, and his house was just like the ranger station. Hmm. Out in the woods there, it reminded me of what a ranger station should be.
11: Well,
7: I don't know that one.
10: You, you are my psychologist, right?
7: But I was so fixed on Howdy duty that I actually interviewed Buffalo Bob once.
10: I was on the... Uh, he was the um, the guy that
7: created Howdy
10: Duty. Buffalo Bob radio show. Really? I was interviewed out in California. He did a show that he produced. It was syndicated from... The college radio station at Cal State Northridge.
7: Small world, and, isn't it?
10: And, yeah, yeah. And he interviewed me one time. I have no idea why.
7: <laughs> well, I know why because you're you. Uh,
10: probably, yeah. Uh, but my... And now my guest is that guy who is famous for being him. Well, there
7: must have been something that he wanted to talk to you about. I
10: think it was mainly about blindness, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. At the time, it bored me. Now I know I understand the importance of doing that kind of um, show. But it was like, okay, well, I'll do it because it's good for business. I was running a recording studio at the time, so I'd do anything for media. You know.
7: Buffalo Bob was one of my... Uh,
10: he was great. He was great.
7: My worst interviews.
10: Oh, worst interviews? Really?
7: It was going great. And then I heard the doorbell ring, and he said, i got to go, the cable man's here. <laughs>
10: Well, wow, okay. <laughs> that kind of puts you in your place, huh? I guess so. Good thing he doesn't do uh, talk show critic, 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 criticism.
7: Well, that was it. Never talked to him Crit- critiquing, again. Critiquing, that's the word yeah, I was looking for. Well, listen, for. you know if the cable guy couldn't get in, it would be another six months before he got there, so.
10: So later maybe he start on the cable guy.
7: Perhaps, no, perhaps. Maybe not. <laughs> well, it's very nice uh, going well, back. I'd be and curious
10: the, what people's favorite kids' shows were. Yeah. Well so let's get some kids to call
7: in. You know, we're all kids at heart, aren't we?
10: Yep. You see know the letters, do we?
7: See ya, Kevin. Hi, welcome to the program. That's why I love doing the show. I never know where we're gonna go with it. But we can go to anything you want. Good, heavy, light, satirical, serious. Welcome to the program.
12: Hey good morning, Stu. Good morning. Nice and brisk out there. Wow. Any, I, I know everyone hates it. Well, I don't hate the it. Air really. the air. I look at nah. it this way.
7: If this was the middle of winter. We'd say, gee, it's pretty warm today.
12: Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, I, I, I was listening to what Kevin was saying. Yeah, you know, I survive mentally by putting in my Bugs Bunny. Um, I have, like, a stack over a foot of Bugs Bunny cartoons, all different ones, and I will put a DVD in, and they will, they have tons, uh, a couple hours. I'll just put them in all day and just have that all day long on a Saturday and make it like when I was a kid.
7: Well, wow, it takes yep. you it takes you away from politics. And
12: That's it good. Mm-hmm. It really does. And, and you know, we're all laughing because we all grew up on Bugs Bunny. Oh, yeah. So then, um, two things I heard this morning that maybe no one knows or maybe you saw it. Well, first of all, Joe Biden over there, did you see him putting on that now jacket?
7: The now jacket? I never paid attention to his apparel.
12: Well, he changed and he put... Um, this weird, like green. Well, it, it's what a communist would wear, and they call it the Mao jacket. You know? Oh,
7: come on! Susan. No, he
12: that's did. A, that's a I stretch. Saw it.
7: A communist jacket?
12: Yeah, he did. And the Cambodia guy he met with has come down with COVID, and um,
13: <clears throat> well, uh, tested. Peter
12: Ducey um, said that. Um, Biden did not show up at the big dinner, the G20 dinner, Mm -hmm. and he was coughing and he said he had a cold. So and he just met with Xi Jinping. And I wonder if the covid from Cambodia got over to the G20 in Indonesia and Biden might have got it. Because he was coughing, and he did not show up at the dinner, and the last person he was with was Xi Jinping. So we well, he, what that's going to do. He has, t- he
7: has tested negative so far. So, so far. Mm-hmm.
12: Um, then, uh, uh, something in the New York Times today, that uh, paperwork from the FBI and, and, and whatever has finally surfaced saying that the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys had FBI sources within them before and all the way up until the thing on January 6th and they're thinking that that Ray Epps guy was actually an FBI plant and that he was the one encouraging them to go in and...
7: Susan, I I will tell you that you are correct that nobody really uh, uh, addresses that guy who was promoting people to go into the Capitol.
12: And his name disappeared off of the um, FBI website or something. Something about his name was on something and disappeared. Now, I was listening to a January 5th recording of him saying, we're going into Capitol, we're going into Capitol. And the regular ones said, no, no. And then they said, fed, fed. The regular people knew... He was a threat, and they have it on tape. So, hey.
7: That is the biggest mystery about January 6th. A lot of people don't know about it, but there's actually video of him encouraging people to go into the Capitol.
12: And I don't understand why the Capitol Police opened up the gates and let them come in. Okay. So, I I don't know. All right.
7: something fishy about it. Well, we'll talk about it later. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi there. How are you, Joe? I'm pretty good. hope you are. How's your sinuses? Yeah, same thing. They're signing. Uh,
14: the doctor give you any medicine for it or
7: anything? Oh, I got all kinds of junk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Taking everything except Twinkies. Except Twinkies. Hmm. <laughs> don't want to eat Twinkies. No, we know. <laughs> so what you got? So what? When you think
14: when you think you've seen it all, uh, there's more to come. Um. Uh, I don't know if you watch. Do you do you watch Jeopardy?
7: Once in a while, I glance at it, but not very often.
14: Oh, uh, well, I don't know if you saw the clip about this, but I can't believe that they put this question on Jeopardy. Uh, uh, it, the question was regarding the punk that killed his girlfriend and then drove back to Florida. Then he drove himself to the swamp there and yeah, mm-hmm. put a bullet in his head.
7: What's that, laundry guy or something? Yeah,
14: yeah laundry. The question was about him. On on Jeopardy, the question, I'm not, I can't, I didn't write it down, the question, I just, it was there, but the question was in regards to um, Laundrie drove himself and shot himself and left himself in a swamp um, to be eaten by these creatures, and then the answer was, what is alligators?
7: Oh, my God. That's, that's important.
14: This was a question and answer on Jeopardy.
7: <laughs> that's in poor taste. Do you
14: think that they, they no. could have been a little bit more sympathetic to, no, the, to the parents uh, of that girl or that, that guy to no, that put a question and an answer like this on, on that, that that game show?
7: No, that's in very poor taste. I'm surprised at them. You know, if you were talking well, about it. something that happened 50 years ago, maybe. But, gee, yeah, that's, that's not good. So
14: like I said, you think you've seen it all And just keep watching TV because there's Mm -hmm. more to come
7: Oh yeah They're going to try anything, there's so much competition Yeah
14: And uh, so this guy That uh, stole all that money from Tom Brady And all these other uh, Mm -hmm. rich people I don't feel sorry for him in the first place Got exactly what they got coming to him The guy's a a Corrupt Democrat uh, Who stole billions and billions of dollars uh, From these people and they were too dumb To see it um then he turns around and gives thirty eight million of it to the Democrat Party. Um and I uh if that was a Republican that did this, he would be locked up in prison right now and, and probably be there for the rest of his life.
7: Well, I hope he gets locked up, but it's, it's He's not it's, gonna get locked up. No?
14: No. Nope.
7: Well, no. No, we'll he's see. in the
14: He's in the islands. They're having a, a grand old time with everybody else's money, and I'm just wondering. He still hasn't said how the money disappeared.
7: Well, he's he's getting out of town for for sure. So obviously he's afraid well, of I'd get the out consequences. Of town too,
14: because I'm sure somebody's already put a bounty
7: on his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the crypto. I don't the think i hang king. around either. Was he about uh, 22 years old or something? This kid. 29. 29. Yeah, little punk. All the money in the world, but he's got to, you know, rip people off, of course. He I wants believe more. it was
14: worth in the uh, amount of $11 billion. Mm-hmm. And he used most of it, like I said, for a Democrat campaigns. Yeah, uh, 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 $38 million was for this uh, recent midterm uh, uh, a- elections. Well, he, he should be happy. And he was in with all, all the Democrat big shots, the, you know, the Clintons, the usual. Mm-hmm. The Clintons, and um, right down the line, you can name them, and they were involved in it.
7: So do you think the people that got ripped off are going to get something back? No.
14: No. No, No. but they don't. Well, why would they care anyways when they just keep stealing money from other places and they're rich anyways? They're all millionaires and billionaires, so if they lose a couple of million here and there, what do they care?
7: For some people, it's never enough. You know that.
14: Yeah, you're right. And then this this kid... um, I'm surprised at some of these people, that they would fall for a gimmick like this and uh, not thinking that within months or maybe a year that their money's going to disappear.
7: Well, if you're running for office and somebody's going to donate all this stuff, you're going to grab it, right? Hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, um, buddy. So I hope you feel better. Thank you. I feel okay.
14: Yeah, I, I think that your sinuses will get a little better as the uh, uh colder air comes and uh, knocks out all the uh, stuff. Yeah there. it was
7: twenty six degrees this morning. I was waiting for my nose to clear up. Hey, twenty six. Yeah. Come on. Okay, nice talking yes. to you, Stu. Same here. All right, we're gonna I'm gonna watch a Bugs Bunny film and then we'll be back with more of your calls. Eight eighty nine five two five
15: two is the number. <laughs>
16: What's
15: up, 94.5 and 1310 WICH for a list of this station's official contest rules. Please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules.
17: Hello, I'm Sandra Grillo, one of the pharmacists at Utley and Jones Pharmacy. At Utley & Jones Pharmacy, we take pride in maintaining personal relationships with our patients and we've been at it for nearly 150 years. You've always known that we fill prescriptions, but did you know that we also offer vaccines, medication therapy management, and medication synchronization? Did you know that we are one of the few local pharmacies that still compound special medications for adults, children, and pets? Our convenient location next to the Bacchus Hospital makes it easy for you to pick up your medications. But should you have trouble getting out, call ahead for prompt delivery of your prescriptions, vitamins, first aid supplies, and home health care needs to your home or workplace. You can also check out our services online at www.utleyandjones.com. the hassle, the mess,
18: the price. Don't let finding professional tree service bring you down instead of your trees. You need SAB Tree Experts. We treat your property like it's our own. We are the affordable professional tree service. From tree and stump removal to excavation and lot clearing services, you can count on our professionals for quality services at affordable prices. We show up on time, clean up after ourselves with as little damage to your yard as possible. We actually Answer your phone calls. It's our motto that no call is left behind. Plus, the owner, Steve Boucher, is there on every job. We're licensed, bonded, and insured. Our crew of four professionals has over 92 years combined experience. And we have a 92 foot dyno lift. So remember, when it comes to finding reliable, professional, affordable tree service, you need SAB Tree Experts. 886 1740 SABTreeExperts.com.
7: 26 minutes before 11. 39 degrees. Back with more of your calls in a moment.
19: Fox News commentary.
20: It's 2022 and everything is apparently racist, including the 100% voluntary and totally colorblind lottery. I'm Tommy Lahren. Wait till you hear this.
0: Starting to realize your small business is a little overwhelmed by the holiday rush? It's still not too late to get all of your shipping and mailing under control with Stamps.com. Sign up right now and you'll be printing your own postage in just minutes with discounted USPS and UPS shipping rates. Just go to Stamps.com, click the mic at the top of the page, and use code BUSINESS for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. That's Stamps.com, code BUSINESS.
20: This Powerball jackpot ticket sold went to one lucky resident in California. It's worth over $2 billion. We don't know yet who the winner is. We don't know their race, gender, political affiliation, nothing. But still, woke researchers told CNN that the lottery is inherently and systemically racist. What? Yes, they say the lottery is aggressively marketed to low-income communities with a high percentage of black and brown residents. And if you're wondering why this would be racist, well, the researchers say the lottery misleads these communities into believing they could get rich quick. That's the definition of a lottery: Participants have horrible odds. Buy tickets anyway, and in the long shot, they get rich and get rich quick. It has nothing to do with race, but the left just can't let anything be that simple or innocent. In the lottery system, we are all equally unlikely to win or lose. Stop with the race baiting. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all my hot takes at FoxNewsCommentary.com.
7: Got to be sick of the race baiting. Aren't you sick of that? My goodness. All right, welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning, Joe.
21: Hey, I, you know I'm with Marty. I, I never was crazy about clowns, and I, and mimes give me the freaks. Those mimes.
7: Really? Well, they never say anything that's off color.
21: <laughs> that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And Captain Kangaroo. I remember in the '60s, still watching Captain Kangaroo. You remember that show?
7: Yeah. The only thing I liked about it was Tom terrific.
21: Okay. I, I think I like it was that, Tom terrific. I like Barry. I like Barry the Brahmer. He used to go. Good morning, Captain No, And on a cool morning, he'd go, mm. Oh, it's going to be a cold day, and they give you the weather. He was great. It was a little barometer on the wall, but he talked. I, I remember that show.
7: Yeah, it was kicking around a long time. Yep.
21: Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, I have a couple uh, important questions for you, Stu. Was it the summer of 1972 you started at WICH? It's
7: July 18th, 1970.
21: 70, all right, well, I'm off by two. Okay, 70 in July, all right. Now, if I spelled your name, is it capital B-R-Y-E-R, like in the ice cream, or is it B R I A R?
7: It's B R Y E R. B R Y E R. Okay, uh, like
21: Briar's ice cream. Okay, now capital B. Yes. Thirty. Is it? I'm getting to something. Is it thirty Cooperack Road, Norwich, Connecticut? If I put attention to Briar on it, I want to mail you something. I don't do. I don't do any of the internets. None of that stuff. It's a simple thing I'm going to send to you. I think you're going to really appreciate it. I don't want to blow this surprise, but can I, you get mail there delivered, right? Sure. Well, all right. So if I just say, attention, Sue, Brian, there's Thirty Brock Road, North, Connecticut, 06360, you'll get this package. I want to send you some. I think you're really going to enjoy it, Sue. So
7: uh, oh boy. Yeah. I That's can't wait.
21: 72, but it coincides. Once you get it, you'll know it's from me, and uh, then you'll understand why, okay? All right. Yeah, you're gonna really, really enjoy it. It's got something to do with the n rose arts and uh I want you to have this thing I got for you Uh and well okay, years started with seventy July name, you uh names happen to you. Oh. And last night we lost our the undefeated. Eagles lost to the Boston Capital
8: Commanders. Uh, I know. So no, I...
21: they're 9-1 and one now. But, hey, that's still good record,
7: too. 9-1 and one is spectacular. Are you kidding?
21: Spectacular. And <clears throat> today's NFL, I say. And, <clears throat> yeah, they lost by 11 points, I think it was. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if they played in Philly or Washington or not. But I like the old Redskins. The, the, the Commanders, I don't particularly care for that name. Just like that uh, Cleveland uh, Indians uh, new name. You know, the like Guardians, the yeah. I like stuff I grew up with. That's well, listen,
7: the Phillies, just about the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, just about guaranteed they'll be in the playoffs.
21: I would think so, still. If they're 9-1, nine nine one. One, what do they play still, 16 or 17 games? I think they play 17, I don't know, 16, 17 games.
7: I don't know, yeah.
21: Yeah, yeah, and it was a Monday nighter, and, you know, you get the Thursday night games, and then certainly, yeah, so right now they got the, the division, so they're, you know, they're batting well over five hundred, so. I don't know. Yeah, I would say they're going to get to the playoffs, even if it's, even if it's like the Phillies and it's a wild card if they lose every game for the rest of the season.
7: Yeah, well, they won't, and you know it. Yep. Yeah. all
21: right. I know it, brother. All right, so, thanks. hey, we'll have a good day together. And you sound good, and uh, that that netty candle, I was surprised. You you told Larry you got all this junk. You got to buy that uh, uh, Nettie, uh thing. N-
7: thing. The netty yeah. thing, yeah. All right, thanks, Joey. See ya. Later, brother. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Do
22: you, do you, uh, you were me- wondering why people, uh, people weren't dressing like clowns and going to children's parties? Kids,
7: everybody I know now doesn't like a clown.
22: Well, do you kids. know, did you ever hear of John Wayne Gacy?
7: Yes, I know that he dressed up as a clown. Yes, and
22: he did. A
7: kid should not even know about that story. But
22: yes, yes, yes. Well, they don't have to know about it, but you you mm-hmm. have to be very careful.
7: Well, I know that kids had birthday parties, and uh, one yeah, of the things they'd hire I a know. clown to come in and and be yeah. funny and tell jokes and yeah,
22: yeah, yeah. But well, that that was w- one classic case.
7: Well, it's amazing how people just when I say the word clown they cringe.
22: Yes, they do. John Wayne Gacy. Never forget that name, and never. I, I would never have a, a clown come to a, a children's party ever. Mm-hmm.
7: Well, let's see. That's these are some of the things through the years that have changed everything.
22: Yes, they changed. He, cha- he changed everything. That's for sure. Well,
7: there's but, a movie called Bad Santa Claus, but people still like Santa Claus, so that's good.
22: Well, I don't. I, think I think never do. heard of that one.
7: Yeah, but, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to see that one. Yeah.
22: No, no, and, and and John Wayne Gacy is a true story. Yes, it was a true story.
7: Serial killer. I don't want to get graphic with it, but he was just a horrendous person.
22: He was. He was, and mm-hmm. he he would uh, he would ha- invite kids to his house,
8: mm-hmm.
22: and they wouldn't they wouldn't see them again, and they finally caught up with him that he was killing them. Yeah. So I would be very, very careful, and I don't blame parents for not wanting them.
7: Okay, but I'm not going to blame every clown because of what he did, but
22: I know, but a lot of
7: people feel strange about it.
22: You have to be careful. All right. That's the thing, because you never know.
7: All right, dear. Thank you. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the program.
23: Hey, good morning, Stu. Morning. Just my opinion coming in here now. I find it peculiar that after all the polls and predictions... About Republicans winning this November, again another shock. Similar to the way November 2020 went. All was well at 10 p.m. President Trump's numbers were all up for reelection, only to be mysteriously wiped out by 3 o'clock in the morning. Now, this time, Trump endorsed candidates who were supposed to win loss. And the losses were difficult to explain, except of course, for shaking the confidence of Republicans in Trump's candidates, like, for instance, Herschel Walker or Leora Levy, for example, because the Washington Incorporated establishment, in my opinion, do not want Trump to run again. That was the subject of the day's editorial today. As a matter of fact, over here in a paragraph, Yet after raising expectations, a red wave, the Republican Party failed to deliver much more than a pink ripple. A striking number of candidates who had won Trump's coveted endorsement were defeated. So there it is. Democrats want someone they know their candidate can beat. Another thing is if people don't believe an election can be pre-programmed, and I can blame the White House on this, if they want something done their way, of a fixed election just look at how general mark milley spoke to the chinese communist friends to reassure that our military would not attack them after they uh, released the wuhan uh, virus on the whole world and voters who supported president donald j trump are called Election deniers. Uh, We question things. That's all there is to it. And we we don't do insurrections. We don't threaten people. We don't threaten Supreme Court justices. Those are the things that people like Chuck Schumer do. While the people who um, supported Joe Biden are very happy now. And now come the 2022 midterms, where we're allowing millions of illegal aliens to have driver's license so they can, in fact, vote. We are still at the mercy of computer counting, pre-programmed software, and unauthorized absentee ballots granted to illegal aliens. Once again, the Democrats are pleased by the result. They want to avoid embarrassment of great losses, and they want to keep their jobs. That's what's important to them. Of all the important topics that Americans have been concerned about, for example, higher cost of gas, utilities, taxes, Aliens pouring across our border, our country's southern border, and cost of living. The White House decided the midterm was about abortion. President Joe Biden still isn't popular, and all those candidates backed by voters and former President Trump seem to lose. To me, this is meant to cast doubt on those candidates, on Trump himself. We would like to see the real numbers printed, and the Democrats prefer the election result when they win. When those people don't win, they hire people to go out and protest and burn down your cities. I thank you for your time, and uh, God bless you. I hope you feel better. Bye-bye. Thank you.
7: Well, that's a lot to take in, so I'm going to take a little break. You can discuss that if you want. We'll be right back. 889-5252 is the number, and i leave you with this song. Just a little bit of this song. I guess we know why. We'll be right back.
24: Get more for your Medicare dollar, Connecticut, with a $0 premium Medicare Advantage plan from UnitedHealthcare. With a UnitedHealthcare Medicare Advantage plan, it's easier than ever to get more for your Medicare dollar, including better-than-ever dental, vision, over-the-counter, and prescription drug coverage. Take advantage. Call UnitedHealthcare today at 1-855-296-0896. That's 1-855-296-0896. Benefits, features, and or devices vary by plan and area. Limitations and
25: exclusions apply. Swamp Yankee Arms wants to take you down memory lane. Remember Little Ralphie and what he wanted for Christmas? That Red Rider BB gun? Well, now Little Ralphie is all grown up. And where do you think Ralphie wants to go? Swamp Yankee Arms. Whether Ralphie wants to do a little hunting, target practice, or maybe if those bad guys actually do return, he'll be all prepared. There's a 15% sale on new firearms and ammunition, doorbuster deals, and 5% off gift certificates. Swamp Yankee Arms, 89D, North Main Street, Joe. City.
15: The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org.
7: Stu Breyer with you, WYCH Weather. Cool, but sunny. See, you've got to look on the bright side of life. High will get to 45 today. Tonight's snow or wintry mix becomes likely after the evening commute. Changes over to rain for most of the night, 34. Wednesday, showers to start. Lingering rain ends, otherwise mostly cloudy, and 50. Typical November, almost turkey time. Currently, it's 40 degrees. Welcome to the program. All right, we'll go over here. Good morning to you. Hi.
12: Um, I agree with that last caller, and um, after watching uh, the primaries, um, I will never, ever vote again. I know it's a privilege, it's a big deal, but there's more corruption, hacks, um, uh, manipulation with um, getting illegals to vote without a license, no verification, early voting is more open to corruption, um, fraud. I don't believe in it. I don't think it's as accurate as it used to be back in the day when you went in in person. Absentee, yes. You have the military out there that want to vote and whatnot. They're all citizens and whatnot. And um I don't like the... There's a whole lot about the process I don't like. The, the huge money campaign um to get these people elected outside states to, uh, to endorse these people to keep their positions it's against Republicans and Democrats the real thing that bothers me it's the people well supposedly their vote counts but um that's their game at the top is more important than uh, who they represent underneath. And this thing is, to me, is flawed. There's, I don't like it, the uh, corruption. I don't trust government or any of its departments from what I could see. And so those people take pride in voting, so be it. If you think your vote counts. Um to me, uh go ahead and um take a day off and go on, go in there and waste your energy because when I don't vote, I'm not sitting on my couch watching TV. I'm watching what I believe in and whether or not I want to um go along with this process, I don't like it. No, I will not do it. I'm healthy. I can get there and vote, but no, I don't see anyone that I could put my trust into um, the same rhetoric over and over and over again. And what I think that turned this election when the Democrats, as clever as they are, when that leak, and I think it's a deliberate leak on the abortion about that, riled all the women up uh, that yeah, but let me say huge this let me just say uh, this popularity I agree involved. I
7: agree that the leak they, had to do with politics but um it would have come out before no, the midterms it would tell have come you. out before have the, have the midterms anyway the
12: illegals you have the illegals coming in here they are clever to get the vote to where they are now I don't like it it's fraud and I see it continuing right. thank you
7: thank you. I agree with that. I don't really... uh, I'm going to go out on a limb on this, and you can yell at me or disagree with me, but all all opinions are welcome here. I believe that uh, Joe Biden really doesn't care that much about illegals coming in, and uh, some of the other people with that position, I think it's all about getting votes. I've said that numerous times, and uh, even to some uh, politicians, and they don't like when I say it, but that's how I feel because if they really cared about who's coming in the country, they would scrutinize it a little better, or a lot better. So what's the reason? I think it's about votes. I mean, if you let me into your country, and um, man, I'm going to come to America, I'm going to vote for you. Are you kidding me? We'll be right back.
26: Hello, I'm Caleb Bailey, Executive Director of the Eastern Connecticut Symphony Orchestra, Join us for our next concert on Saturday, November 19th, 7.30 p.m. at the Guard Arts Center in New London, Connecticut. The evening begins with Silvestrov's Prayer for the Ukraine, followed by the thrilling and technically demanding Violin Concerto No. 1, composed by Shostakovich and performed by Igor Pikazin. Following intermission, another Ukrainian composed work will feature the strings in Miroslav Skyorik's Melody. Closing out the concert is Symphony No. 7 by Sibelius, an evocative one movement work that features ever changing moods and themes that are in keeping with the impressionistic style of the time. Tickets start as low as $28 with senior discounts, with $12 tickets available for anyone under 40 and active or retired military members. For behind the scenes content and to learn more about this concert, visit our website at ECTSymphony.com and call 860 444 7373 for tickets.
25: Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Arts Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich at 62 Broadway near City Hall. There's no place like NAC for the holidays. Mark your calendar for first Friday, December 2nd. The Small Treasures Fine Art and Craft Show opens at NAC Gallery. Enjoy refreshments and shop for one-of-a-kind gifts. Coming December 9th through the 11th and 16th through 18th, our holiday show. The Emperor's New Clothes, children 10 and under, admitted free. For more information about these great events, visit NorwichArts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA grant from the Cultural Coalition.
7: It's sad that a lot of people don't trust the voting system. It really is truly sad, and I think that uh, they should correct some things so people wouldn't have that question in their mind. But certainly, uh, it's not going to stop me from voting, because millions of people did vote, millions and millions, and some of them, their candidates won, and the others, their candidates won. So uh, we're just lucky to be able to live in a country where we can vote. Now, if there's flaw or there's... Uh, Deception or there's uh, crookedness. I hope it comes out. I hope it comes out. And I'm not that naive to say there hasn't been some hanky panky through the years with uh, voting tallies, but maybe not enough to change a, uh, an outcome. But I don't know. Sunny, 45 today. A little snowy uh, possibly tonight, but not bad. You know, you won't wake up to a, a monster storm. 39 degrees right now with Stu. We have time for another call or two, if you like. 889-5252 is the telephone number. It's always good to hear from you. And believe me, trust me, you don't have to agree with me on this program. And you can tell me why, if you like. Or just give your take. And then we can talk about it. Fair enough? Okay. Some of the themes locally, Montville will build a $2 million water towel, tower. <laughs> if you imagine a towel for $2 million, man, you get wiped out. The tank will hold 531,200 gallons. That is a big glass of water. For you folks in Montville, that's uh, your story today. Flying home from the holidays, naturally is going to cost you uh, this year a lot more money. Increased demand, fewer flights mean Higher prices. What else is going on? State Social Equity Council reverses several cannabis application denials. State Social Equity Council met Monday to deal with lawsuits filed against the state for the council's past denial of applications. Some of its discussions took place behind closed doors. As a lot of these uh, places are cropping up, going to be selling marijuana. Hard to believe, if you think about 50 years ago, that you would ever hear that. Oh yeah, there'll be a business opening up in our community. Uh, they'll be selling pot. Okay. But meanwhile, let's get our friend out of jail here. He's got five years in jail for having pot. Things do change, huh? They say the turkeys will be up 17%, but they will be available. You know, you hear a lot about, well, the bird flew, so there won't be uh, turkeys around for Thanksgiving. Well, they'll be around one way or another. But if I was a turkey, I'd be flying the coop. Just get out of town, if you know what I mean, huh?
15: WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM.
7: Weekends are extra fun with uh, marvelous tunes from the uh, 60s and 70s. We're going to take you to the news, and then after that we'll talk about just about anything and everything. And uh, keep in mind, I do have a guest. If you love movies, you're going to love this guest because he is a movie critic. And we'll get to that in about uh, 26 Miles the News.
27: 26 miles across the sea. miles away, they don't rested they in they the water, so reed. I'd work for they anyone, they even they they the they Navy, go. who would oh, put me to my island. Twenty-six miles so near yet far, As when, with just some water wings in my guitar. I could lead the wings, but I'll lead the guitar for romance, 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 romance. Six miles across the sea, Santa Catalina is awaiting for me. Santa Catalina, the island of romance, a tropical heaven out in the ocean, covered with trees and girls. If I have to swim, I'll do it forever till I'm gazing on those islands. I will all promote romance, romance, romance,
7: romance. Those are the four 26 preps.
27: 26 miles across the sea. Santa 26
7: miles. And They have their road races for 26 miles. Imagine running 26 miles. Oh boy. Personality radio, W-I-C-H-A-M-1310 Norwich, ninety three D B in Norwich. See you in a few minutes. It's news time. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason.
1: The Republicans now just one seat away from taking charge of the House. GOP victories in three races in California and New York, boosting the Republicans to 217 seats. That's a single seat away from the 218 required to take the majority. 14 races yet to be called. Well, apparently the Arizona governorship will be switching from red to blue
0: early Monday evening. Maricopa County,
1: Arizona Board of Supervisors Chair Bill Gates told reporters the last big collection of ballots would be counted that night.
28: We have less than 100,000 left. This will be
1: a big
5: drop of votes. The AP reports that Democrat Katie Hobbs narrow lead over Republican Carrie Lake held as that last big batch of ballots showed lake did not have the numbers to catch up Hobbs is the first democrat elected governor in arizona
1: since janet napolitano 16 years ago I'm Tim McGuire. A couple of years after losing re-election, former President Trump is poised to launch another run for the White House.
25: Trump is scheduled to make a major announcement at 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight from his Florida resort. Longtime advisor Jason Miller has confirmed that the former president will use the announcement to launch a 2024 bid. In recent days, Mr. Trump has stepped up his public criticism of two popular Republican governors, Florida's Ron DeSantis and Virginia's Glenn Youngkin, who also are possible GOP presidential contenders. White
1: House correspondent Greg Clugston, he'll be at Mar-a-Lago for tonight's announcement by Mr. Trump. Prices at the wholesale level rose 8% in October from a year ago. It was a smaller increase than in September and may show that inflation is finally starting to cool off just a bit. At least that's what Wall Street is hoping for. Right now, the Dow's up 245 points, and Nasdaq ahead 225.
29: More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, I'm Al Averroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Inflation is a problem, markets are volatile, and the risk of running out of money in retirement is real. That's why I love annuities, and you should too. Your financial advisor doesn't want you to know that with our annuity strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market-linked return that locks in every year, and when the stock market goes down, your annuity won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees, and it works for your investments, money at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and you should only invest if you learn the facts. And that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500 and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to use safe, low fee annuities to build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500.
1: Re-engaging with the rest of the world, China's president launching a charm offensive of sorts with the West.
15: Xi Jinping is on his second international trip in two years, and he's making a concerted effort to win over key U.S. allies. After striking an amiable tone with President Biden on Monday, Mr. Xi on Tuesday met with the leaders of France, South Korea and Australia. All three meetings were said to be positive. With the French president, Emmanuel Macron, Xi Jinping said China would engage with a global framework to address poor countries' debts.
1: And that's BBC correspondent Celia Hatton. A Palestinian killed two Israelis, wounded four others in an attack in a settlement in the West Bank before he was shot and killed by Israeli security personnel. That's according to Israeli paramedics and Palestinian officials. The paramedics confirm the two were killed in the settlement of Ariel. News and analysis, townhall.com. Well, some airlines will be forking over a lot of money. Frontier
25: Airlines and four foreign carriers are paying more than $600 million in refunds to consumers whose flights were canceled or significantly delayed since the start of the pandemic. Department of Transportation says it has also fined those same airlines more than $7 million for delaying refunds so long they violated consumer protection rules. No other U.S. carrier, is being fined. Jason Walker reporting.
1: Millions of people are hoping the British Prime Minister Sunak will find money to help them survive a cost-of-living crisis when the government releases its spending plans later in the week. With inflation running at a 40-year high, the demands from the public are many. Once again, on Wall Street this hour, the Dow up 241 points. More on these stories,
9: townhall.com. <laughs> It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island, the Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on thirteen ten WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Morning, partners. Welcome to part two of our program.
7: Eighty nine five two five two. This is the program. When we chat, we can talk about lemon jello, or we can talk about situations that are very, very, very serious. Not that lemon jello is terrible. And uh, you don't have to agree with me your host 8895252 I wish I could tell you I'm right all the time but then I would have the the most magnificent book I'm right all the time pick up my book But I like to get your point of view and let's go to the lines 8895252 welcome to the program
30: Hey yes hi still hi, uh Hi there Well hey let's talk turkey you said the word turkey a couple uh moments ago. Let's talk turkey. All right. Let's talk ham. Let's talk the holiday meal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed, but I, I understand what's going on in the grocery uh, arena, grocery store arena, the retail grocers. Um, and it also goes on in the food service industry. What these manufacturers do, uh, for those who haven't read the label, is they pump the turkey with Moisture with water, with with a saline solution. So when you buy a bird, if you read on there, now I've been I've seen a few birds for sale already. Uh, I'm seeing upwards of eight uh, percent added solution. Uh, last year, uh, in other times when I when I'm poised to buy a turkey, you know I look and read, and I often see that it's been upwards into the teens, so that a few. If you buy a bird and pay a dollar, 15 cents of that dollar is water, not meat. It's like ham. There's three types of hams on the market. There's a ham in, with natural juices. There's a ham and water product. And then there's a ham, well, there's a ham that, uh, I guess it's referred to as a, a ham and water product. Oh, I'm sorry. There's water added. So you have uh natural juices, water added, and then there's a ham and water product. Now the ham and water product can be upwards of 39 percent water. So sometimes it behooves I it behooves the a buyer to understand this and to buy accordingly. Uh, I, I I think they pump them. One is to, is for money, is to cheapen a product so that more consumers. Uh, can afford it, uh, and sometimes when you get a soggy, you'll know you've gotten some water-added product. When you buy sliced turkey so bread. you don't think the there's a
7: scientific reason why they would have so much water in the turkey?
30: Yes, scientific reason? No. Mm. Okay. All right, so it's to
7: <laughs> no, get a little it has extra to do money.
30: With money, okay, mm. money, money, money. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yep. and consumers are are. It's like a lot of things that are that are for sale, you know buyer beware so to speak, as long as you understand uh what you're getting uh then you or what you're buying, then you'll understand why that your your bird is uh is what it is uh uh i, I when it comes to ham i i always get the natural juice ham uh it's just a better product all the way around um but you know that's uh, that's the way of the world in the grocery store. I think that uh, I think that this year I'm I won't be surprised in some markets if I saw a bird that were was uh, you know really pumped well up into the teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you can find a heritage bird, now there aren't many allowed around, uh, you know, and you have a bird that's uh, very special. Probably quite a bit more expensive. So I said to somebody, "Listen, you want to pay uh, you want to pay two uh, pound for a bird, or do you want to pay uh, two ninety nine a pound for a bird?" So oh geez, I'm going to get the cheap one.
10: Okay, well there you have
30: it. Well, that's all. That's what you're looking for is if you're buying on price, not on quality, and that has to do with so many things. That if you did a cutting, of, uh, uh, for instance, you bought cans of uh, sauce or the top tomatoes. Or you buy different brands and see which how they compare side by side after draining that and so forth. Um, it's it's amazing what they can get away with, but they're not really getting away with anything. They're telling you on the label, but when you go to a deli,
7: you know, nobody thinks uh, about You it. might not see the label well. Yeah, you don't really think about it. when you know, looking at labels, I mean, we should look at labels more than we do. But I In understand. Europe,
30: if you if you find it. Uh, a turkey breast in a deli with no salt added—you're uh, up upwards of fourteen dollars, thirteen to fifteen dollars a pound.
8: Mm-hmm.
30: Uh, but a lot of people just go, "Oh, give me that, give me that specific thing there." And uh, lo and behold, they get home and they say, "Why is this so soggy? Why is it so wet?" Well, that's the reason—they pumped it. The birds aren't that wet. So They're
7: what gonna, are you? Well, what anyway, are you going to do? What are you going to huh? do? What What are you going to do for Thanksgiving? Well, you're going to buy a water, watery turkey. I couldn't turkey. hear you. I said, "What are you going to do for Thanksgiving? Buy a watery turkey, or what are you going to do?" What are you going to do mm-hmm.
30: uh, regarding what buying the bird?
7: Yeah. Are you going to?
30: Well, I've I've been invited. Actually, I've been very fortunate this year to uh, I've been invited to uh, my uh, oh, okay. daughter's house, and they I'm told are going to have what's referred to as a heritage bird. Uh, mm-hmm. Where where my son-in-law picked it up, I don't know, uh, but um, that will be a treat. It will be a real treat. I can never say that I've had one, but if you can find uh, a turkey farm in the area, I you know maybe up in there's some around mm-hmm. uh, that uh, probably don't process it with with added water. I think you're really better off. or a better treat. You just have to be aware of that
8: mm-hmm.
30: when you're when you're roasting your turkey. Um, it hasn't been puffed with a lot of moisture, so you wanna be uh you wanna be aware of the temperature that you're 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 roasting it at, maybe well, it's a been, lower uh, temperature a little bit so the juices that are in the natural turkey don't run out.
7: Thank you, sir. That's this a, has been very interesting. I'm learning something. I appreciate the call. Uh
23: huh, you're welcome.
7: Talk to you soon. What bring your own water. I know you're in the air, welcome. Yes, hello. Hi there. Um
12: about your music yesterday and your oldies hour. Mm-hmm. We really like the uh, instrumental hour.
7: Oh, good, good.
12: Um, the one song that was... Now, I think it's called, like, Blue, Blue, The World is Blue, or something like that. You played that, it's like from
7: France. Oh, Love said. is Blue, yes. Paul. Well,
12: there's lyrics to that, because I've
31: actually yeah, heard there is.
7: that mm-hmm.
31: song, but I don't know who it was.
7: Al Martino did a nice job with that, uh, singing it, uh, putting lyrics to it.
31: Because I remember playing that on the piano as... Kid. Mm. I, so I knew there was words to it. Um, did you play, I, I didn't think you played the Harlem Nocturne.
7: No, see, there's so many great ones. It's yeah. amazing. I mean, I was thinking as I was compiling this thing that we could go days, and I'll do another one when I get a whole bunch of different. Uh,
31: yeah, you could do like you know, once
12: in a while or once a month.
7: Yeah, there's sure. also
12: yeah. the um, Nadia's theme is a good one.
7: There's another very common one that uh, did extremely well. Yeah, I
31: mean, that's a beautiful song, too.
7: And the Herb Alpert version of Taste of Honey was one of the biggest hits of 1965.
31: I I like
12: that I have that on one of my... I mean, that
7: was just a tremendous instrumental.
12: That's a fantastic song. Mm. And um, the one you just played with the four preps... Yep. um, Did you hear that really high note? Was that actually a person hitting that high note in the background?
7: I think well, it's so. Not
12: like the instrument.
7: I mean, I think so. I couldn't tell you for sure.
12: That was high. Hmm, I'll
7: have to listen to it again. Like
12: really a soprano. It was like a, a, a female voice. I don't. I.
7: So it could have been like a Frankie Valley hitting high notes, or yeah, it was. <laughs> Frankie Valli ish.
32: I mean, that's a real good song. I like it. I just never noticed like that real high pitch in the background.
7: It's amazing we can hear songs. Million times, but if we really want to stop and really hear it,
12: yes.
31: you can
7: hear all kinds of instruments and different uh, vocals. Yeah. I like to do that. It's fun.
31: but that was a good that was a good uh, that was a good good segment.
7: Well, definitely do it again.
31: Yeah, all
7: right. thank you twenty six miles across the sea, the fort Preppies you're on the air. welcome
31: Hi, hi. I also enjoyed the instrumental
7: hour. Oh good, good.
31: And I was I was thinking, there aren't any very many or any instrumentals that are popular right now, you know, current ones.
7: If there is, I don't know about them.
31: Right? Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Um, the other gentleman that was talking about the turkey. Yeah. Well, um, you know, you can get turkeys on sale, or if you spend a certain amount at a store, you get one for free. You know. So, um, or you can get a local one. But I wanted to talk about prices. You know, I watch TV, and like ABC will say, butter is up 20%, and then NBC will go, butter is up 14%, and then somebody else will say, butter is up 30%. I wish they'd all get their act together, because in yesterday's paper, in the day, they listed different prices of things about how much they've gone up. I liked theirs better <laughs> because it's more reasonable. I mean, it seems more, mm-hmm. um, more correct to me, you know. Based on, you know, I, I bought, I bought butter when it's on sale. I buy extra because the regular price now for, I'll, I'll name the brand, the Land O'Lakes, at one store, is six forty nine a pound. So when I can get it for two ninety nine a pound? Yeah, yeah. Shop around
7: book, if you really you know? want to shop around, you can find better deals. Yep.
31: That's it. You know, you got to shop around. Um, you know, and even I mean, two ninety nine. It used to be like a dollar ninety nine was the sale. Now it's up to two ninety nine. Mm-hmm. But you know, in- inflation is what it is, and the oil again has gone up. You know, and they'll say, "Well, it's gone up twenty percent." Well, I'm so sorry, but I was paying two something a gallon for my Heating oil. Then, yes, last year it went up to three seventy. Now, two weeks ago, it was up to five sixty six. That's not like twenty percent. That's it seems like a lot more than that. That's a killer. It's That's a killer. Yeah. It's like double. You know. Yeah. Um, so I just, as I said, my my hope is that they can all get together and fix it all out. <laughs> and one really quick thing about the election. Yes. There's a there's this guy in Washington state, and they have now said that his opponent, the Democrat, has won, but he's only down by 3,000 votes, and they've got over 5,000 ca- left to count, and they have these um, ballots where there's a question, and so they've put them to the side, and he said there's 9,000 of those. So how can they call it when there's 12,000 or more outstanding? I don't understand.
7: I don't know. That doesn't sound right to me. I mean, um, it's unlikely yeah. that it's going to be turned around, but you've got to go for it. There's more votes than what it, the uh, candidate yeah, allegedly so won they, by. I
31: mean, they've called it, but maybe it's, maybe it's not. And the other thing people have brought up, you know, they do signature verification. I don't know about you. My signature is not the same, depending on the day, on my mood, on how how fast I am to sign something, you know, if I'm in a hurry. Yeah, same I'll with me. One way.
8: Mm-hmm.
31: It's never the same. I mean, I, maybe some people's are, but mine isn't. So I think if they had to use signature verification on me, they mm-hmm. would um, pass it to the side, because it's, it's never the same. It's not the same. It's not a... I, they don't have handwriting experts, they just have... Volunteers that are in there. Doing it's funny you that, so. should say that
7: because just the other day I looked at a check that I signed and I said, "Man, what's wrong with me today?" Then looks like I'm out of my mind. Look like right. a look like a line. <laughs> yeah.
31: Well, yeah. And then especially if you have to sign it on one of those machines, you know, like you're you paid with a credit card and they ask you to sign it. Mm-hmm. Those those are nowhere near what my signature is. Um, but anyway, so right. that's just my opinion. They should find a different way other than, um, signature verification, especially by non experts.
7: Thank you for your opinion. Appreciate You're it. You're welcome. Bye. And, uh, hi, welcome to the program.
12: Hi, um, it's funny, the lady that, uh, that just called talking about the signatures, um, I, I have like all of my report cards from first grade on, and my brothers, and I ended up with all the family photos, and blah, 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 and every now and then I'll go in just for giggles, and, and, you know, look at it, and I think to myself, my God, my father's signature was exactly, and I mean, you know, every time, exactly the same, he signed his name the same, no matter what, all those report cards, all those years, I'm thinking, wow, so, that's kind of funny, but I agree with her because a lot of times if I sign a pin pad at a store, um, I just put my first initial and my last name. I just put, yeah. you know, Hey, Murray. Uh, I know that when, I, when I take my so, time it, with
7: my signature, it looks a lot better, but when I'm in a hurry, it's a <laughs>
12: <laughs> I have a client um, as you know, I'm a hairdresser and I always tell her I know she's not listening, so I can say this. I won't say her name, but I said, you have a, um, you, you have you have the penmanship of a five-year-old, but then I also tell her, go, or a serial killer. She oh. writes horrible. She writes like a first grader. Like, she prints her name, half cursive, half printing, and she laughs. and She knows it. It's terrible. It's absolutely terrible.
7: So she could be the youngest serial killer ever. Five yeah, years well. old. Yeah. Some
12: people, I mean, that's what they don't teach in school anymore. There's no more penmanship. There's no more. Mm-hmm. And I love writing cursive. I just, I love.
7: Oh, Yeah. Um, I, I when I gr- write
12: my grocery list, I get really upset if it's not nice and neat. And I, it sounds silly. What am I going to do? Just cross, throw it in the garbage. But, uh, and then the one more quick thing. Um, I'm not a clown person either. Not because of the John Wayne Gacy thing. Poor lady. Um, I didn't like the movie. It. And I love Stephen King. That was terrible.
7: That was a clown. A bad clown in that too, right?
12: It did. Um, but I never was a. Um, I, I watched Bozo. You know the big top show and that stuff, oh yeah, and the thing is, oh what's it um what's that guy's name that I always calls uh I called it a kettle pot Joey um oh, Joey, yeah yeah, I loved um Captain Kangaroo as well, my favorite was um the bunny, if they said the wrong if they said the word of the day, mm-hmm. uh, all the ping pong balls would fall down.,
7: <laughs> well, I don't remember that, but I
12: Joe, <laughs> yeah, but you're older, you know I'm sixty, we were watching that when I was in the uh, uh, oh, gosh. Elementary school. And I must
7: have been watching it when I was 20. I don't know. Anyway... I was, uh,
12: not, I was on the Ranger Andy show once.
7: Right in the audience?
12: Oh, <laughs> well, I was in the audience, yeah. But a bunch of our, our um, uh, youth organization group at the time, they surprised us and they took us and told us when to watch it so we could get a tape and there we were. We were like, oh, I don't even know, sixth grade maybe? That's kind cute. Of
7: That's nice. That's nice. Yeah.
12: So, and again, like the lady said, it was a really good show yesterday, and um, you'll get more calls like that to do it again. I'm definitely going
7: to do it again. I'm going to compile yeah. another list.
12: Yeah, it was really cool. Okay, thanks, Stu.
7: Bye. Thank you. Ranger Andy. I always wanted to be in the peanut gallery, and I had a friend who uh, was in the peanut gallery in the Howdy Doody show, for those who remember that. And how did he get, how did all of those kids get into the peanut gallery? Uh, was who you know. <laughs> Many of them have people that worked on the show in the peanut gallery. Uh, it's something when you get older, you realize, ah, uh, it's who you know is very important.
9: We'll be right back. Beautiful reunions with loved ones are what the holiday season is all about. And for nearly 50 years here at Country Carpenters, it's been our privilege to help you welcome them home. Aunts and uncles, cousins and friends, the children, the luggage, the dogs, they all have a place with you. Whether it's a quiet loft to hide Santa's gifts or a warm, rustic wooden place to gather, decorate, and build memories, our post and beam barns and carriage houses will shelter all that you value. Country Carpenters on Route 85 in Hebron and at countrycarpenters.com.
25: Do you need help paying for heat? You may have never needed our services before, but TVCCA is here to help during this difficult time. Through the Connecticut Energy Assistance Program, TVCCA can provide assistance heating your home, no matter your primary heating type. If you've already paid for a deliverable fuel like oil, a credit can be applied with your vendor for a future purchase. Homeowners and renters may apply. Weekday, Saturday, and early evening appointments are available. Visit TVCCA.org today.
16: This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Are you aware that unused medications pose a public safety risk? I'll be right back with some info about this issue.
33: The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging. Help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due. And offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Healthmart pharmacy. Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Healthmart.
16: Taking the time to listen and care. It is well known that drugs taken without physician authorization can lead to accidental poisoning, overdose, and or abuse. You can reduce the chances of this happening by not hoarding medications, not giving meds to family and friends, and not storing medications in common unlocked places like bathroom cabinets. We must all be vigilant about the handling and proper disposal of our unused medication. Be sure to properly dispose of meds in your trash or take advantage of take-back programs at many police stations. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Store. A health mart pharmacy. We're here for your health.
28: For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24 hour victim helpline at 877 help or visit MAD.org. People
7: are asking about our annual turkey giveaway uh, contest. Well, the bird flew over the cuckoo's nest. And actually, uh, there's a shortage of turkey, so that will not be on this year. But hopefully it'll be back. Meantime, I think it's going to take six shots to bag a bird. <laughs> hey, just want a picture of a turkey. How do you like that? You're on the air. Welcome. Uh,
34: Stu, it is a very thought-provoking opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal last Friday from Senator Mitt Romney from uh, Utah. Uh-huh. Um, it's uh, stuff I had never realized before. I'd like to share it with you. It's it's scary, but uh, it's also, mm-hmm. we hope he's right. He says excessive spending and the deficit have been the Republican Party's bugaboo for years. But like the Democrats, we shy away from telling the american people the truth that the spending problem isn't primarily due to the annual budget this is amazing to me two thirds of federal spending isn't even voted on by congress rather it is automatic quote non-discriminatory uh quote spending on entitlements such as medicare social security and medicaid and on servicing the debt It's this spending that is growing faster than the economy. No amount of trimming what the federal government allocates for defense, education, the environment, or housing will be enough to bring our books into balance. And one more short. Mm -hmm. Excessive spending not only adds to the national debt, it is highly stimulative and inflationary. The Fed has its foot on the brakes, while the administration and Congress are flooring the gas pedal. If Congress wants to slow inflation, both parties will need to work together to find solutions to the entitlement crisis. It isn't rocket science. Some of the changes to revenues, benefits and eligibility is necessary, along with a promise that no program will be eliminated and current and near retirees won't be affected. Mm. That that's uh, you know nobody wants to touch and touch the entitlement, social security, Medicare, and Medicaid. There are always 60 million people on social security and Medicare. Um, I I hope uh, that uh, the state or uh, this op-ed piece in the Wall Street Journal by um, Romney is factual. But boy, if if it is, the scary times are ahead to for all of us, especially those on social security and Medicare.
8: Oh,
7: very interesting. Uh, you know, the Wall Street Journal uh, to me has been, always been very credible. So uh, I'm glad you brought it up to my attention.
34: Yeah, it's. Uh, I. 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 I think he ran for president. Some years. I don't think I voted for him, but I respect him. I think he's a pretty square shooter. And his talk about cooperation. If we don't get cooperation between the two parties, uh, it's going to be a real mess. But let's keep our fingers
7: crossed. All right. Good to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you. That's a wonderful concept. Both parties working together for us, not for their individual us, which stands for US. Where's the A in there? USA, yes, of course. Hmm. As I ponder that, we'll take a short break, 889 at WICH-AM and FM.
0: Hope you're having a good morning. When it comes to insurance, we hold your hand throughout the process. Well, sort of. Riders farmers insurance agency auto home life recreational and business chris and beth bring years of experience and solid philosophy to help you choose the right coverage call beth and chris for a no obligation quote and review of your coverage at 860-269-7779 salem turnpike next to joanne fabrics in norwich Riders farmers insurance agency we want to hold your hand
25: Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Arts Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich at 62 Broadway near City Hall. There's no place like NAC for the holidays. Mark your calendar for first Friday, December 2nd. The Small Treasures Fine Art and Craft Show opens at NAC Gallery. Enjoy refreshments and shop for one-of-a-kind gifts. Coming December 9th through the 11th and 16th through 18th, our holiday show. The Emperor's New Clothes, children 10 and under, admitted free. For more information about these great events, visit NorwichArts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA
9: grant from the Cultural Coalition. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Increasing cloudiness, 45
6: today. A little snow, wintry mix, but mostly rain tonight, 34. Showers to start tomorrow. Should end fairly soon, and mostly cloudy day for the most part tomorrow, 45 to 50. Mix of sun and clouds on Thursday, and only 45. That's
9: your Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. And we have a
7: movie critic coming on at 105. Uh, Should be fun today. His name is Ty Burr. He's worked with the Boston Globe for many, many years. 42 degrees right now at WICH AM and FM. Got a lot of requests to play something that I played, uh, I don't know, maybe a week or so ago. It's a young lady from Harvard who was addressing uh, a group of people. Harvard's Memorial Chat, and uh, this is what she had to say, and I thought she was very uh, studious. See if you agree with some of the things that she did say. Harvard student Julie Hartman.
35: If we lose freedom in America, there is no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. President Ronald Reagan. Last spring break, I went on a trip with a hundred other Harvard undergraduates to Israel. It was one of the most extraordinary experiences of my life, and I will always be grateful to Harvard for that. I recalled the trip with awe and joy, but a certain moment rattled me. Our group attended a Shabbat dinner at a Tel Aviv synagogue. The rabbi proclaimed, welcome to Israel. You are all here from America the best country in the world. He paused, but not a single person clapped. The Israelis stared in disbelief. Americans are the freest, most privileged people on earth. Yet many of us are ashamed to show any, even the tiniest trace of national pride. Why? because we Americans of recent generations have been swaddled in prosperity and security and in consequence have become ungrateful for the blessings we enjoy. It requires vigorous athletic imagination for most of us to consider the basic brutal realities that much of the world experiences daily. Even worse, we have consumed a cultural diet that reduces America to its ugliest moments and dismisses its noble ideals and accomplishments as jingoism. This nation saved the world from global catastrophe three times in the 20th century. This nation has grown to treat racial, ethnic, and religious minorities with equality and respect compared to other places and times on earth. This is the nation where people are not constrained by their gender, religion, or class, but can work to achieve a better life. In this nation, we can criticize our government, secure in the knowledge that we will rise the next morning and our country will still respect our rights. We view these things to be our birthright, our permanent and guaranteed condition, but they are not. They exist only because past generations have sacrificed to secure and maintain them. And to our discredit, we have used these blessings not to strengthen our country, but to tear it down. We members of this university and we Americans have shirked our responsibility as the most privileged cohort on earth. We have remained cringingly silent in the face of corrosive ideas, woke culture, that has corrupted our institutions and severed the bonds that hold our country together. The New York Times won a Pulitzer Prize for reporting that the sole purpose of the American Revolution was to preserve slavery. And we remain silent. The Oregon Department of Education asserts that showing your work and finding the right answer in math is white supremacist, and we remain silent. The American Medical Association has stated that the US should remove gender from birth certificates, and we remain silent. Howard Zinn, the author of the most widely read history text in American public schools, said that America has done, quote, more bad than good, and we remain silent. A huge percentage of the donations to the National Black Lives Matter organization have been spent on compensation and benefits, including several extravagant real estate purchases and questionable consulting contracts, and we remain silent. On this campus, we often hear how oppressive America is. Just outside of this church, there was a sign for Israeli apartheid week of an upside down faded American flag with painted bullet holes in it. And we remain silent. We must not lie to ourselves or to one another by denying that a large reason that we remain silent is that we see personal and professional advantages in doing so. We are ashamed to be American, The shame should be on us. The people who excoriate religion live in a society where their freedoms are based on teachings in the Bible. Many who say that the nuclear family is antiquated grew up in two-parent households. Those who condemn the police as oppressive still summon them when they are in danger. And too many use their right to free speech to advocate suspending it For all who disagree with them. What a litany of dishonesty. We are using our privilege to undermine the very system that has given us that privilege. America, despite its failings, is the last great stand on earth. We must speak up against this now, or our civilization will face a somber reckoning. As President Reagan said, if not us, who? If not now, when? Thank you.
7: I still get goosebumps when I hear that. Now, if you disagree with anything she said, let me know. I thought that was really special, but you may have found some things in there that, well, wait a minute, okay. That uh, was a young lady from Harvard, and the good news is they let her speak. And then we hear some colleges don't want to put up American flags. All right, 22 minutes till noon at WICH. Still something to sink in with Stu's Lunchtime Oldies break coming up from noon to one. We always like to make it a little different. You're in possession of
28: a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's clocks and repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable. Visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the
25: time. Swamp Yankee Arms wants to take you down memory lane. Remember Little Ralphie and what he wanted for Christmas? That Red Rider BB gun? Well, now, Little Ralphie is all grown up. And where do you think Ralphie wants to go? Swamp Yankee Arms. Whether Ralphie wants to do a little hunting, target practice, or maybe if those bad guys actually do return, he'll be all prepared. There's a 15% sale on new firearms and ammunition, doorbuster deals, and 5% off gift certificates. Swamp Yankee Arms, 89D, North Main Street, Jewelry.
7: Stu is with you on a Stu's Day. Let's take some more calls. Welcome, you're on the air.
11: Nice to be with you, Father Stu. Hello, birthday Ben. How are you?
7: All right, thank you, sir.
11: Good. I was listening to the speech. Uh Uh-huh. And there was quite a bit to think about there, but there was one one thing she said and I wish I could remember the context but the term reckoning she used I had a conversation with a man uh, from another part of the country last night from one of the the southern states Mm -hmm. and you know he's a senior citizen like myself I was basically born and raised in New England this man I was talking to was uh, just the opposite so you know I've been trying to come to grips with a lot of things that happened during my childhood sure and you know listening to her and then thinking about what the man from the south was saying last night. The word reckoning really uh, resonated with me, which, which he said, reckoning. I, last night, the, the man and I, who had the conversation on the telephone, it seemed to us that our country is uh, confronting a uh, reckoning at, at this time in, in our country. So that's basically what I wanted to say. I, I, that word really resonated with mm-hmm.
7: me in sure. her speech.
11: Okay, thanks, though.
7: Thanks. Enjoy your birthday week. Thank you. See you later. That's Boston Birthday, Benny, celebrating a birthday week. Why not celebrate your birthday for a week? Come on. It's really special. Welcome to the program.
12: Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Stu. Great. I, I agree with everything that woman said in that speech. Number two, if you're from down south, it's the Bible Belt. And when they say day of reckoning, they mean God is going to straighten it out, if you believe and ask. But that was number two. I wouldn't worry about the reckoning thing from down south. Um, most of my prayer groups, ...are from down south, and they are not talking about that, and reckoning means God has his hand in it, not people, or, well, however he would use, whatever, whatever he would do. But I have a solution for your nasal problem.
7: Cut off my nose?
12: No. No? I dug out a book my mother had, and it's called... Folk Medicine, New England Almanac of Natural Healthcare from a noted Vermont country doctor, D.C. Jarvis, M.D., written in 1958, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, this is when everybody up there was definitely all farmers, and it was rural. Now, do um, you know what honeycomb is? Have you ever seen it?
7: The listener was talking about it the other day, honeycomb.
12: Yeah, well... I know there are places place, you can always get it in a health food store, hopefully, or maybe an a, a, apple place sells I don't know where they sell apples, but they, they come in a little square plastic. Now, my mother always had that in the house, and I remember chewing on it. You know, it's wax, like wax, you know.
7: It's like, well, I'm sorry, you said like wax?
12: Wax, W-A-X, wax.
7: Oh, doesn't sound too appealing
12: well it does, that is actually kind of what it is, but it's got the honey in it still mm-hmm. it's not just what it's it's actually cut it right out of the honeycomb now this um there's a little story real quick this um person was brought into a a child brought in the boy um and while he did it, in it swore his nasal passages because he just couldn't breathe. And it's got hay fever season, cold season, and this is for people with bad sinus infections. So what he said, following the examination, because the kid was breathing through his mouth, and his um, nasal tissues were swollen, uh-huh. and he said, I gave the boy a chew of honeycomb, which they like, say just a little thing about the size of a gum, gum wad, you know. Mm-hmm. And he said he wanted to see what would happen. And he said, before I had finished, um, you know, what he was thinking of doing with regular me- you know, medical drops and everything, after five minutes, the boy said, my nose is open. I can breathe through it. I gave the medicine for home use to his mother, but when he examined the boy's nose to see what the honeycomb had accomplished... Um, the swollen tissues have subsided And he said it looked like It was a shrinking agent Instead mm. of being pale Everything Well, he told them Take a chew every day for a week And he came back in And he was still breathing normal And it said College students should chew a little bit every day um, While they're in college And it says you won't have any cold and blue So I would try that but you gotta find a, a home uh Yeah A health food store That carries All natural honey It did say If you can get your hands On all natural honey Which we do have it Here in town Foreman sells it mm-hmm. um, It's very very dark And um it, You take two teaspoons a day And it helps you with Hay fever and everything And I believe in the honeycomb thing. I
15: really, really do. So when
7: you chew the honeycomb, you don't swallow it? you don't swallow, yeah, you don't swallow it? it. You don't swallow it.
12: You chew it. The kid chewed it for five minutes, and his nose opened. And because there's all kinds of good... All, everything is in the natural honey in the honeycomb. Yeah. It is. So I know uh, over in Chewett City, there was a little health food store right on 12, I guess.
7: There used to be. I'm not sure it's there uh, anymore.
12: well... Mm. It, it, I know it was mm-hmm. But if you could get honeycomb In the plastic container Just you know Cut off a little piece And chew it And he did say After you're done You know Then spit it out yeah. So you don't swallow it You don't it. swallow and it see yeah. what happens He said you could do Six of them a day Until you're better
7: all right, thank you. I, I will try to try that.
12: Hey, why not? Why I not? use honey all the time, and I don't have any problem. I used to have sinuses up the yin yang, and I use a all bad place natural for them. honey. I buy a five pound jar from Flemons, and it's the only thing I use in my coffee, tea, whatever I have, only honey.
7: All right, thank you, honey. And I'm
12: fine. Appreciate
7: it. Well, why not try it? doesn't seem to be anything that can hurt you. Just don't swallow it or there'll be a beehive in your belly. You're on the air. Welcome.
14: Uh, yes, I'm calling to uh, do a swap shop if I can.
7: Yes, go ahead, sir.
14: Oh, okay. I have a Craftsman tow-behind lawn sweeper. You could tow it behind the tractor. It's got the tow bar on it or push it. I also have a gas-powered string trimmer with a uh, uh, 100 feet of a free line goes with it, made by Craftsman. Also a lawn and garden trailer you told behind a tractor and last but not least I got a Craftsman lawn roller as they're extremely heavy duty very well built made by the Craftsman company anybody's interested in the items uh they could reach me at area code 860 949 8119 949
7: 8119 thank you you're welcome i got to try that honeycomb, and then i can uh tell you if it works and I'll be straight with you, you know that.
8: Okay,
7: I just keep reminding myself with that song. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning. Are you there? Was that a television show, Are You There? With special guests that are here. We have to find out if they're all there. Okay, nobody home? Call back. There you go. Hi, welcome. If you would like to get on on any subject, it's a good chance for you to do so now. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you.
36: Um, It's uh, Paper Girl. How are you?
7: Well, the Paper Girl papers have <laughs> yeah, been coming
36: on time to everybody on the channel mm-hmm. and I learn a lot instead of you know speaking so I wait to talk but oh, I'm glad you're here. something going on with your nose okay and uh my mother when I was younger I don't know if um, you did it but my mom used to use the vapor rub now have you got that
7: Vick's Vapor rub, yes, I always loved vick's vapor rub I, I do have it at home, yeah,
36: Yeah, cause, um that at nighttime, she used to heat it up and um honey lemon tea at night, yeah, and it would work um for us, and she had many sinuses always through the holidays and right in through you know coming into the new year, so yeah, she used the vapor rub and it, it did clear up the porch uh you know porch of your of your nose, so yeah.
7: Well, I um, sometimes my nose doesn't feel clogged, and other times it does. And I, but I do like the vapor rub. I love the smell.
36: <laughs> yeah, I mean sometimes over the counter drugs don't always work, so you got to think of the home remedies. Sure. So. All right. Um, and besides that, I'm okay. I'm, um, you know, just getting through like the rest of us and the holidays and whatnot. So it's always good listening to everybody. Yeah, I'm glad you called. Bye.
7: And uh, also, uh, you know, many people I know have this cough, and it's like going around, whatever that is. I don't yeah,
36: know. Yeah, yeah. I had the COVID, and I got over it. Thank goodness I only had it mild. But yeah, I usually don't go very far, doctor's, store, and straight home. I'm not a, one that hang out around people much. I'm not a big gatherer. Yeah, so, b-
7: besides COVID, you there's something else that people are catching, and it's, it's a cough that lasts for a long time, but...
36: Anyway, yeah. that's, that's life. Well, for me, I have a low immune system, so mm-hmm. I know better. <laughs> okay. I know my, my uh, strengths on that, so, yeah.
7: Well, it's good to hear from you, paper girl. Thanks for delivering your point of view.
36: Thank you, and I hope you feel better soon. You know, I hope something finally works for you.
7: All right. I appreciate that. Thank you. Take care. Bye. You too. Hello. Welcome to the program. If you would like to make a call, please hang up. That's Mr. Fuzzy Wuzzy. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. And bringing back all the old stories that we grew up with today, including the old children's programs. You had some that uh, were like the Roadrunner, and others were like Captain Kangaroo, where he talked real slow. Of course, Mr. Rogers... Very slow and very clear and very articulate.
15: Hi, this is Pete from Yankee Remodeler. And thanks to our many customers, both our residential and commercial divisions are booming. We're looking to add experienced carpenters and painters who want to be part of a dedicated team of professionals who do the skills they do best. Yankee Remodel is a full-service general contractor that's been trusted and relied upon since 1971. We offer competitive wages, benefits, and a great work environment. You can find us at yankeeremodeler.com. You'll be glad you did. Take it from me. I've been part of the Yankee Remodeler team for the last 20
8: Years. Yeah, my
7: Stew at wich dot com. That is my email address. It's an easy one. Stew at wich dot com. It's stu. If you'd like to email me about anything, something you like about the show, something you don't, some suggestions for guests, some suggestions for topics, anything. Stu at WICH.com. And if you want to find out more about WICH, it's WICH.com. There's so many dots in my head. Dot .com here, dot .com there. A lot of requests, a couple of emails, uh, a few emails, actually, on Life's Little Instructions, which I read a couple of times, but we have a, an extra page on it today. So, Life's Little Instructions. I think these are, most of these are good to go by. Believe and love at first sight. Volunteer. Sometimes the jobs no one wants conceal big opportunities. Overpay good babysitters. Discipline with a gentle hand. Never laugh at anyone's dreams. Never drive while holding a cup of hot coffee between your knees. Ew. Never be the first to break a family tradition. Don't judge people by their relatives. Talk slow, but think quick. Remember the three R's. Respect for self, respect for others, responsibility for all your actions. Plant zucchini only if you have lots of friends. Don't overlook life's small joys while searching for the big ones. Every so often, invite the person in line behind you to go ahead. That's a good feeling, isn't it? Give people more than they expect and do it cheerfully. Steer clear of any place that has a ladies' welcome sign in the window. Always put something in the collection plate. Do the right thing, regardless of what others think. Never wash a car, mow a yard, or select a Christmas tree after dark. I love that one. Welcome to the program. <laughs> I
14: show. Hi there, Larry. <laughs> I want to give you an impression of a Democrat throwing another Democrat under the bus. This is Robin Roberts interviewing Michelle Obama.
7: Really?
14: Well. Wow. Here's the here's the question. Uh, would you like to see President Biden run for president again? <laughs> and this is uh, Michelle Obama answering. I, 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 I Really? I'll have to see again.
7: <laughs> nobody wants to answer, answer. Nobody wants to answer that question. I know.
14: <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I couldn't believe she kept saying until something finally came out of her mouth, and she finally said, "I'll have to see about that."
7: <laughs> well, we all know, of course, what mostly everyone thinks—Republicans and, and David Democrats. David gave a
14: very good interview to uh, Mike Pence last night. Oh, yeah. Who had
7: that on? Uh, David
14: Mirror, 630 News, ABC.
7: Okay. Mm-hmm.
14: He, In fact, he dedicated the first 15 minutes of his newscast to that interview. Really? Yeah.
7: I'm sorry yep. I missed that.
14: Yeah, very good interview uh, regarding him. And uh, he, he, he tried to hook him up again. He, You know, David Mirror tried to throw the question. This is a yes or no answer. <laughs> and yep. he says... Do you want to see President Trump run for president again in 2024? Of course, David Meir says, that's a yes or no answer. And Mike Pence came up with an excellent answer. He says, that's not for me to decide. That's for the American people to decide.
7: Okay. I guess that really tells you the answer. Mm-hmm.
14: So that was his uh, yes or no answer for that.
7: I like Mike
14: David, Pence. David Miller, you know, they, they're news people. They try to put these people on the spot all the time.
7: Oh, yeah, they're always looking for a big story, of course, of course.
14: Yeah. I like so Mike I Pence. Thought was a, I thought that was a reasonable answer.
7: I think he's a decent guy, Mike Pence, and I think that uh, he... He agreed with a lot of the things, the good things that Donald Trump did, but uh, not the other stuff. And
14: He definitely he definitely was not his friend uh, from the day of January 6th going no, forward.
7: No, no, no. He's...
14: No. no. And uh, he came out with his new book today. I can't remember the name of that I book. I
7: figured, because he's all over the place now, yeah. Mm-hmm.
14: Yeah. He's got a new book that uh, came out today. I think it's specifically about uh, January 6th.
7: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a bad day, definitely a bad day in our history.
23: Yeah.
14: So anyways, those are a couple of interviews that uh, was kind of that Michelle Obama was funny the way she answered that.
7: I think we all know the answer to that. If they had anyone else they could put up that uh, they thought they could win, they don't. They don't want him to run
14: again. again. No, no. I mean, he's not going to run. He was good on some of his policy stuff, but the day he lost the election, he just went bonkers and. uh, You know, if he runs again and he wins the primaries and he does happen to become president again, then we're going to have another four years of the media and everybody just uh, fighting and fighting and fighting. We're going to have four years of nothing being done again.
7: Well, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think, of course, Biden's going to run again. And I I do believe that uh, Donald Trump will not win in the primary.
14: I hope, I hope you're right. I'll tell you, that I think one of the, the, the top person in my book right now, I can't see anybody even coming close, I think he would make a great president is DeSantis from Florida.
7: Absolutely, absolutely. He's the best they've got right now.
14: Yeah. I don't think anybody can come near him.
7: All right, Larry, thanks. Okay, I'll talk to you later, Stu. Yep. Hi, welcome to the program.
14: Hey, Stu. I know it's
21: coming up in your hourly news. Listen, uh, I'm glad Larry brought that up. Would you... Would you think uh, Mike Pence possibly would run in the primaries for uh, presidential?
7: He may, but I think he would make a wonderful president. But, uh, you know, he's scarred by being the vice president of Donald Trump, who's not very well liked at the moment by a lot of people. But I always thought Mike Pence would be great because he's got the personality and he also has the uh, the smarts to know the things that Donald Trump did well to keep those going
21: i agree with you there and i like what he did he didn't back down come uh january 6th so i'm proud of him for that being yep. a patriot myself uh mm-hmm. i'm going with the santa if he goes, uh runs for president because you know i did vote for trump the first time and he won so i stuck with him you know i didn't throw the towel in on him but after this you know after that you know he lost and he was a sore loser and I thought, you know, but I did vote for him the second time and he, you know, I thought he lost fair and square just like most Americans do. So uh Okay. That's, yeah, but I'm going with I'm going with DeSantis. I'm 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 in his corner. I really am.
7: All right. Thanks, Joe. We'll talk to you later. Do I have time for a ten second comment? Do you have a ten second comment? Okay. I don't want to cut anybody short, so they they left. That's it. Got a news break. Lunchtime oldies fun. And then a gentleman uh, who is one of those critics for motion pictures. I'd love to do that. Personality Radio, WYCHAM 1310, 94.5 W E B in Norwich. With 42 big degrees, it is now noon.
5: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Hotel
1: inflation not quite as bad last month as analysts were expecting. Prices rose two-tenths of a percent in October from the month before, whereas many economists were expecting a four-tenths increase. On a year-over-year basis, prices were up eight percent. That was a decline from September. and better-than-expected figures make it more likely that the Federal Reserve will increase its benchmark interest rate in smaller amounts. Rich Thomason reporting.
5: Also at townhall.com, you can add another Republican to the Mitch Needs to Go list.
4: On his Monday podcast, Texas Senator Ted Cruz said Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is more interested in his own ambition than the GOP's success. Cruz said the Kentucky Senator would rather be leader than have a Republican majority. Cruz is one of a growing list of Republican lawmakers who feel McConnell needs to be replaced as the minority leader. Many have questioned McConnell's motives in the campaigns he chose to support in the midterms and those he chose to ignore. McConnell has a history of questionable actions, including his opposition to the Tea Party during the Obama presidency. Tasha Stevens reporting
5: Former President Trump expected to announce his 2024 bid for the White House tonight. The former president said to make it official with what he calls a special announcement tonight at his Mar-a-Lago estate in Palm Beach, Florida. The announcement comes one week after the midterm elections, which were disappointing for Republicans and which have further divided the GOP over who to blame and who to embrace. Stocks higher on Wall Street after the government reported another decline in the pace of wholesale price inflation last month. The Dow had 257 points, the Nasdaq up 280, the S&P 500 adding 60. More at townhall.com. President Volodymyr Zelensky walking through the streets of the newly liberated city of Kursan on Monday, hailing Russia's withdrawal as the beginning of the end of the war, but also acknowledging the heavy price Ukrainian troops are paying. Zelensky says his country appreciates the support it's received from the U.S. and European nations.
27: We are really thankful for Joe Biden and for Congress and for all support. Not, not only USA, you understand also you Europe helped us too much, very much, so thank you very much.
5: The retaking of Kherson, one of Ukraine's biggest successes in the nearly nine-month-old war. After nearly four years of political deadlock and five elections, Israel... Sworn the most conservative parliament in its history on Tuesday. Prime Minister designing Benjamin Netanyahu working to cobble together a coalition in the parliament. Breaking news at townhall.com. Federal officials say airlines have to refund more than. million
19: to flyers. Frontier Airlines and four foreign carriers have agreed to refund more than $600 million combined to travelers whose trips were canceled or significantly delayed since the start of the pandemic. The Department of Transportation says it also fined the same airlines more than $7 million for delaying refunds so long that they violated consumer protection rules. The largest U.S. airlines, which accounted for the bulk of complaints about refunds, avoided fines. Consumers flooded the government with thousands of complaints about their inability to get refunds when huge numbers of flights were canceled in early 2020. I'm Norman Hall.
5: Walmart reporting strong third-quarter profits and revenue as more Americans seek to cut spending in the face of high inflation. Walmart sales rose 8.7% to $152.81 billion. More on these stories at townhall.com.
9: It's time for Stu Breyer's Lunchtime Oldies Break. Nobody makes his memories like Stu. Here's your musical mix master, Stu Breyer.
37: Three, two, one. Dun.
8: What?
7: you mention how long it took her to tell every little star? Just tell him, Linda Scott, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies at WICH, where we're having pure fun. Pure fun. Everybody can agree on, right? If you would like to have fun, just say, I do. Say it again. Carl to be your lawful wedded husband. Goodness. The bright sound of ABBA. They came out with an album uh, quite a few months ago, and I, I wish I could tell you it was a big success. But I guess you can't really bring the past back into the future and I haven't heard the whole album but really didn't get that much recognition but do I like their old stuff I do I really do how about something by um, Clarence Frogman Henry who got that nickname because he sounded like a frog in one of his songs well you know those things happen check it out Clarence Frogman Henry I don't know why I love you but I do that's it Leave me alone. Thing to say to somebody, right? Maybe I like your shoes. That could be it. Stu's Lunchtime Oldies, WICH. Let's see what's going on in the forecast
6: for the next uh, day or two. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH weather. Increasing cloudiness, 45 today. A little snow, wintry mix, but mostly rain tonight, 34. Showers to start tomorrow. Should end fairly soon, a mostly cloudy day for the most part tomorrow, 45 to 50. Mix of sun and clouds on Thursday and only 45. That's your Channel 3
9: Early Warning Forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 41 degrees. Yes, I wore my winter coat in
15: today. All the mothballs fell out. WICH AM and FM joined us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Arts Center is a
25: vital part of downtown Norwich at 62 Broadway near City Hall. There's no place like NAC for the holidays. Mark your calendar for first Friday, December 2nd. The Small Treasures Fine Art and Craft Show opens at NAC Gallery. Enjoy refreshments and shop for one-of-a-kind gifts. Coming December 9th through the 11th and 16th through 18th, our holiday show. The Emperor's New Clothes. Children 10 and under, admitted free. For more information about these great events, visit NorwichArts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA
0: grant from the Cultural
25: Coalition.
8: You're gonna love it
0: It's that time of year again. The holidays are upon us with Thanksgiving right around the corner. Falvey's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram would like to give back to the community. All month long, we'll be hosting a food drive to help those in need. Feel free to drop off canned goods and non-perishable items to our showroom at 395 West Thames Street, Norwich. In addition, for every new vehicle sold in the month of November, Falvey's Motors will donate a turkey to the food drive supporting veterans at New London Homeless Hospitality Center. Planning a road trip to a family gathering this holiday season? We've got you covered with our Black Friday sales event. Drive with confidence in any of our 4x4 vehicles within our Jeep lineup or Ram pickups. We have a great selection of models on the ground ready for immediate delivery. Or visit us online at Valveys.com where you can begin a custom pre-order meeting your needs. Thanks for your support and happy holidays to all. We look forward to seeing you soon.
8: Valves, you're gonna
7: love it. heard the expression... Lucky the grace of, by the grace of God, we're lucky. And they say if you see somebody uh, on the street without shoes, give them yours and all those things that uh, for people who care about, think about our fortunate stuff that we have. It's stuff, you know what I mean. And think of those that uh, don't have anything. You could realize that uh, maybe we are in paradise, huh? Phil Collins sings about the homeless. Another day for you and me in paradise.
38: She calls out to the man on the street. Sir, can you help me? It's cold and I'm nowhere to sleep. Is there somewhere you can tell? song doesn't look back. He pretends he can't hear her. Starts to whistle as he crosses the street. Seems embarrassed to be there. Of
7: Time break at WICH, mixing them up for you. Glad you could join us today. It's absolutely free to join the club. All we need is you and your ears and your good taste. Here's a song called All I Need Is You by Sonny and Cher. I wish they were sincere about that, but uh, hey, it didn't last forever.
39: without a home, the love you give me keeps me hanging on. Oh, honey, all I
38: ever need. Loving you is all I ask, honey All I ever need is you Winners
39: come and they go And we watch the melting snow Show us summer, fall or spring All the things you do no reason! never find the way through ups and downs of every single day I won't sleep at night until you say My honey All I
38: ever need is you
7: Sonny and shares Stu's lunchtime oldie, sharing this lunchtime hour with you. And when we come back, we're going to play a song that has a word in it that a lot of the teachers that uh, were teaching us growing up didn't like when we said that word, even our parents sometime. What is the word? See if you're right. We'll be right back.
40: Husqvarna's professional handheld line is built with just one goal in mind maximizing your productivity. Whether you're looking for the best gas or battery operated equipment, Husqvarna 400 and 500 series of chainsaws, trimmers, hedge trimmers, and leaf blowers are ready to tackle any task with unrivaled power, durability, and innovation. Check out the Husqvarna Professional Handheld 400 and 500 series at KH. KH equipment located at 1221 Norwich Road, Plainfield. KH, your headquarters to buy, rent, or repair.
24: Get more for your Medicare dollar, Connecticut, with a $0 premium Medicare Advantage plan from UnitedHealthcare. With United UnitedHealthcare Medicare Advantage plan, it's easier than ever to get more for your Medicare dollar, including better-than-ever dental, vision, over-the-counter, and prescription drug coverage. Take advantage. Call UnitedHealthcare today at 1-855-296-0896. That's 1-855-296-0896. Benefits, features, and or devices vary by plan and area. Limitations the Connecticut and Department of
7: Administrative supplies
9: services is hiring for healthcare and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information.
7: Remember in school, if you didn't have your homework and the teacher said, where is it? And you said, well, I I ain't got it. What did you say? I ain't got it? No. you Don't say the word ain't. Ain't was not a good word. No, it was not easy for young people because there were so many songs that used... <laughs> the word ain't and i ain't kidding so we'll play a couple of them for you now and you no wonder why kids would use this a lot the term ain't for instance well maybe there ain't no sunshine out there no 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 that's not correct grammar what does your grandma say
41: ain't no sunshine when she's gone She, goes away. Anytime she, goes
7: away. she must be around today, because we got some sunshine. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. That word, ain't. Now... If you want to have really good grammar, this song would be Isn't That a Shame, but it doesn't fit as good as this.
37: You made me cry When you said goodbye Is that a shame My till fell like rain My heart, when you see it, will part a shame. My tears feel like rain. Is that of
7: course is Fat's domino, isn't that a shame? The word ain't, it's not so bad, is it? You know, it's just a little peculiar gay. Ain't that peculiar?
42: Honey, you do me wrong, but still I'm crazy about you. Stay away too long, and I can't do without you. Every chance you get, you seem to hurt me more and more. Each hurt makes my love stronger than before. I know flowers grow from rain, but how can love go from rain? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, ain't that cute, I'm <laughs> uh, yeah. a cool girl, I ain't that I'm so much in love Because I don't want to see But That the things you do and say Are signs to make me through It's a not shame My love for you Makes all your lies seem true But If the truth makes love less wrong Why do lies make my love stronger? do
7: How love last ain't that peculiar how that word would upset so many people? <inaudible> this, ain't. They
8: it
7: so <inaudible> I mean, were so used to these songs. I mean, what if the song was. Uh, isn't she sweet? It's a nice, but it just wouldn't sound the same as this one. <laughs> don't say ain't. It's, it ain't good grammar. I don't want to have to beg you. Teachers got upset with that word, didn't they? But I
42: refuse to let you
7: too proud to bed. If I
42: have to beg, please, for your sympathy, I don't mind. Cause you mean that much to me. You're too proud to bed. I'm saying Cause I want to keep you
7: too proud to beg well there's one more of our little medley and then I ain't gonna play anymore so we're gonna close it out with uh, a big hit by Diana Ross It was absolutely sure that there ain't no mountain high enough ain't no valley low enough Diana speak to me pretty
43: Never you see, my love is alive. It's like a seed that only needs the thought of you to grow. So if you feel the need for company, please, my darling, let it be me. to express the depth of the love I feel for you, but a writer put it,
11: the following tones are part of the emergency alert system.
8: is testing the Connecticut
10: Statewide Emergency Alert System, a system that can quickly warn in the event of an emergency is being tested. If this had been an Amber Alert, evacuation, or other emergency, an official message would have followed the alert time. This concludes this test. Brought to you by the Connecticut Department of Emergency Services and Public Protection.
43: holds for you one guarantee, you'll always have me. And if you should miss my love, one of these old days, if you should ever miss the arms that used to hold you so close, or the lips that used to touch yours so tenderly, just remember what I told you the day I set you free.
7: Diana Ross uh, had two versions of that song. One was about uh, three minutes and 30 seconds. That one was over six minutes. And then Marvin Gaye and Tammy... uh, Tammy had it for about two minutes and 25 seconds. Ain't no mountain high enough. Tammy Terrell and Marvin Gaye were the first ones to record it. And then Diana Ross took over that song. And it became hers... Ain't no mountain high enough, ain't no valley low enough, ain't no Rubik's Cube tough enough to keep me from you. Okay, let's put the language aside. We'll be back with more of your favorite tunes, hopefully, in just a moment. The UConn Sports Network
25: from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it, and he's in the end zone. Oh, what a play. This Saturday, the Huskies trek to West Point to face Army. And
21: caught in the end zone in a corner. What a catch.
25: Touchdown, UConn. Our coverage begins at 10.30 a.m. on your home for UConn football.
28: Catch all the action of UConn football all season long on 94.5 in 1310 a.m. WICH in Norwich.
7: And congratulations to the UConn women's basketball team. Great win last night. This is Nick Kaplanson, president and CEO of Dime
30: Bank. Is your bank changing names or worse, disappearing completely? We've all seen too many times, once the name changes, so does everything else. Maybe it's time for you to skip the new paperwork, fee changes, and big promises that come from
6: a big out-of-state bank. At Dime Bank, we're welcoming customers who've had Enough.
15: It's your bank, your choice, your dime.
32: Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hi,
15: this is Pete from Yankee Remodeler. And thanks to our many customers, both our residential and commercial divisions are booming. We're looking to add experienced carpenters and painters who want to be part of a dedicated team of professionals who do the skills they do best. Yankee Remodel is a full-service general contractor that's been trusted and relied upon since 1971. We offer competitive wages, benefits, and a great work environment. You can find us at yankeeremodeler.com. You'll be glad you did. Take it from me. I've been part of the Yankee Remodeler team for the last 28 years.
7: Yankee
8: Remodeler!
7: Anytime's a good time for a little sing-along. And there's a song I bet you know the words to, and uh, we're going to have Mr. Ray Charles start us off.
8: Hey!
42: good looking what you got cooking how's about cooking something up with me hey sweet baby don't you think maybe we could find us a brand new recipe I got a brand new car and a two dollar bill yeah no spot right over the hill that's sort pop poppin the dancing free. so if you want to have fun come along with me so hey good looking what you got cooking how's about cooking something up with me Alright, I know a spot right over the hill. That's soda pop and the dancing free So if you wanna have fun, come along with me. So hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? How's about cooking something up with me?
7: Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, that's a song uh, written by Hank Williams, and a lot of people recorded it, and Ray Charles did a pretty nice job with it. A little sing-along today on our lunchtime break at WICH AM and FM. Every day we kind of get away from all the news and uh, just bring back some wonderful songs, wonderful memories for you. Speaking of memories, do you remember the green fields? Yeah, they used to live next door to us, I think. I don't
13: know. Once there were green fields Kissed by the sun Once there were valleys Where rivers used to run Once white clouds high above. Once they were part of an everlasting love. We were the lovers who strove gone now parched by the sun gone from the valleys where rivers used to run gone with the cold wind that swept into my heart gone with the lovers who let their dreams depart where are the green fields that we used to roll I'll never know what made you run away How can I keep searching when dark clouds hide the day Until the day you learn You can't be happy While your heart's on the road You can't be happy Until you bring it home Home to the green fields and be
7: Wonderful harmony there with the Brothers Four. Stu's lunchtime break at WICH. We have a gentleman who has done a lot of reviewing of movies for the Boston Globe newspaper. He is a guy who's not afraid to criticize a movie. We're going to talk all about movies with Ty Burr, B-U-R-R. Coming up a little bit after the uh, 1 o'clock news on WICH AM and FM. Well, we got a few more minutes uh, on this uh, program. Here's a song that uh, Bob Dylan wrote, that Cher sang, and Sonny snuck his uh, voice in there. But Cher is the one that says is on the label. But I think we can hear Sonny in it as well. All I really want to do is be friends with you, Sonny, and Cher's voice.
39: I cheat, I mistreat you. Simplify you, classify you. Deny, defy, mystify you. I'll track, I'll trace you. I'll
8: disgrace you.
39: I'll displace you. I'll defame you. I'll betray you.
7: In that friendship, huh? Just signed the little document there. All right, uh, you up for the news coming up? Then we have a special guest about movies. Get on up for it. What are the good movies coming out this holiday season? What are the bad ones? Ooh. Get on up. Sitting down uh, for the next few minutes. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich. 94.5 FM, W23 in Norwich. We're on AM and FM now. It's one o'clock. Breaking news this
5: hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Former President Donald Trump plans to make a big announcement tonight.
32: Trump is getting ready to launch his third campaign for the White House. He had hoped to use the Republican Party's expected gains in last week's midterm elections as a springboard to vault himself to his party's nomination by locking in early support and keeping potential challengers at bay. Instead, Trump is finding himself being blamed for backing a series of losing candidates, resulting in Democrats retaining control of the Senate and House control remaining too early to call. On Monday, Trump posted on his social media network, hopefully tomorrow will turn out to be one of the most important days in the history of our country. I'm Donna Warder.
5: Also at townhall.com, President Biden trying to persuade the world's largest economies to further isolate Russia diplomatically and
19: economically over its invasion of Ukraine. Correspondent Norman Hall. In meetings at the Group of 20 Summit in Indonesia, the president is pressing nations to stand up to Russia and defend Ukraine's sovereignty in both symbolic and substantive ways. The effort comes as global inflation and slowing economies have put new pressures on countries that impose penalties on Russia for the nine-month war that has sent food and energy prices soaring. A senior U.S. administration official says that the summit's final communique will make clear that most of the nations condemn Russia's invasion in Ukraine and the toll it has taken on global food and energy supplies. i Norman Hall.
5: Wholesale prices rose only two-tenths of a percent in October from the month before, whereas many economists were anticipating a four-tenths increase. Wall Street likes the report. The Dow is up 139 points. The NASDAQ AHEAD 247. More at townhall.com.
44: I'm Lance Wall, now Christian author and evangelical leader, here to remind you that God's oh. gifts should never be taken for granted. Take, for example, your retirement savings. You've worked hard for your money, and God has rewarded you for that. Now, with record inflation eating away at the value of the U.S. dollar, those rewards are literally being taken from you. But there is a way that faithful can fight back. By diversifying your retirement account into gold, your savings can be protected. And that's what God wants. Even better, a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group allows you to transfer your current retirement funds into gold without fees or penalties. To see how it works, text the word FAITH to 989898 98 98 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs. That's FAITH. To 98, 98 98. take action right now, and I pray that your family is blessed with continued prosperity.
5: Cholera cases overwhelming Haiti, as experts warn the situation could worsen. At least 156 people have died, more than 6,900 hospitalized, according to Haiti's government, although officials believe the number could be much higher. The U.N. says the world's population has
2: reached the 8 billion mark. The projection came in a UN report released in July that said much of the growth expected between now and 2050 is coming from just eight countries. Half of those are in sub-Saharan Africa, Nigeria, Congo, Ethiopia and Tanzania. The UN says the populations in the region are growing at 2.5%. That's more than three times the global average. Still, experts say the bigger threat to the environment is consumption. Highest in developed countries, Not undergoing big population increases. I'm Charles Dilledesma.
9: Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer.
7: Uh, Lots of fun talking about the movies, and a gentleman who knows a lot about that uh, is going to be with us right now. On our program at WICH with Stu. So let's welcome to the program Ty Burr, who has been uh, rating movies for a very long time, has a wonderful resume. And uh, say hi to Ty. Hi, Ty.
45: Hey, Stu. How are you doing?
7: I'm doing good. So you've been a film critic for a long time, a couple of decades with the uh, Boston Globe.
45: That's right.
7: We used to get that and, delivered. Uh, before it, uh, mm-hmm.
45: Yeah, before that with Entertainment Weekly, and uh, yeah, now I'm doing my own newsletter. Yeah, it's been a long ride.
7: So how'd you get into the, uh, I mean, a lot of us, uh, I don't know, me, I'd love to be somebody that could review movies, because I'm the type of guy who goes to a movie and said, well, maybe they should have done it this way or that way or had a different mm-hmm. ending. How did you get involved in all of this?
45: Well, you know, everybody's a movie, everybody's a critic, and definitely everybody's a movie critic. mm mm-hmm. um, I got, I got involved, I got into old movies when I was a teenager, um, like, you know, classic films got turned on by the Marx Brothers when I was a kid, and, you know, Stare and went to college, got into more films with a film studies major, and I studied it, got a lot of knowledge of the history, how they're made, you know, stuff that, um, if you're going to be an actual working movie critic, it's good to know, it's good to have in your back pocket the knowledge, the context helps you put you know even an entertainment movie into some kind of context for the reader um and i just was lucky enough to get uh some writing jobs uh you know not too long out of college and work my way into a magazine and then um gradually to the boston globe where i was for two decades uh, along with wesley morris and some other critics
7: so you're so, not, yeah uh, just, uh, that's just yeah. it's great you're not afraid to get critical of a movie and say well i you know, they put so much money into it, am I going to say um, maybe people won't go because I tell them what I really think?
45: You know, honestly, for the big blockbuster movies, the critics don't really have any say-so unless mm-hmm. there's a real dog pile, unless it's, uh, you know, something like Showgirls or, you know, I don't know, something that's a real disaster. Um, for the small independent movies and the art house movies, yeah, the critics can have some sway because those audiences read. Read reviews Um, But yeah No I'm not going to Stop the next Star Wars movie From making any money Whether I like it or not You know And I like some of them And some of them I like less I mean like anybody else I'm in this Because I love movies I'm not in here To you know To sit there With an ascot And a monocle And kind of go No 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 Um, I'm in there To let you know To let the movie Be the movie wants to be And say okay Does that work What works What doesn't And even if You know Would you like this Depending on what kind Of movies you like
7: well, you were a finalist for the Pulitzer Prize in Criticism, so obviously uh, you have no problem criticizing a movie.
45: <laughs> well, you know, criticizing a movie, you, know, you make it sound like um, I'm being negative. Uh, you know, cr- critical engagement with a movie uh, is, is not a bad thing. Critical engagement with popular culture not a bad thing. We yeah. engage with it all the time when we're watching a TV series, and we talk about it with our friends and saying, yeah, this works this doesn't—that's yeah. critical engagement to me. That's what a critic does.
7: Well, I, I, I when I before I go to a movie, um, I like to see what it gets: one star, two stars, minus five stars. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I just like to take a peek at that. So let me. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm
45: just the rate. You know, the rating thing, the stars thing is is. Uh, you know, I, I go back and forth about it Because it's what people look at first You know, the thumbs up, the thumbs down How many stars, what mm-hmm. grade it is um, And I understand that People kind of want to know And that's just the whole review Boiled down to one little sort of symbol um, But if you want to know more Then you read the thing
7: So, Ty, I remember when I first got into radio And uh, before that I used to hear about People giving money for to DJs to play songs you probably know about the payola era. Yep. Do you have yep. people that uh, say, "Hey, Ty, can you give us a good?" Uh, you know, you know what I mean. Hmm?
45: Stu, it has never happened—not
7: once. I'm glad to hear that.
45: Not once, and I don't know anybody anybody uh, you know doing this professionally as I have to whom it's uh, to whom it's happened. Now there are subtler forms of bribery still fly reporters out to you know to the west coast and Mm -hmm. you know make have them interview the stars and the directors and feed them you know those junkets press junkets and as a reviewer i i don't partake in those and they'll send us you know swag you know like coffee cups and you know coffee table books but no nobody has ever ever tried to bribe me into a review hasn't happened doesn't happen
7: used to be big in the radio business but unfortunately it's it's not anymore, at least I don't believe so. So, driving in <laughs> today, I'm thinking of, you know, in the old. I imagine you like movies from every era, would you say? I do. Mm-hmm.
45: I do, absolutely. And and sometimes when I want to relax, I'll just go back to one of the, the golden oldies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I love the films from the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s um, in different ways than I love the movies that are being made
7: today. I was thinking of asking you today and thinking while I was driving in, who do you think is a real, real. Superstar today, and the only one I came up with. Um, let me let me think, let me think about it. I I was thinking about it uh, driving in on the way. Is uh, the our Top Gun guy, he uh seems to be the yeah, Tom Cruise. He seems to be the one that's pulling uh, everything in in the movies these days. Am I wrong?
45: Uh, you're not wrong um, You know, he's sort of maybe the last old-fashioned movie star standing Although you got DiCaprio, you got Brad Pitt you got Julia Roberts, who doesn't mm. make that many movies I will say that whenever I hear people, and I hear it a lot People say, oh, there are no movie stars anymore um, I teach college courses um, I actually teach a college course on stardom, on film stardom The history of it And trust me, I ask my college students Do you guys have stars? And yeah, they do Timothy Chalamet is a huge star for for them. He was just causing riots at a premiere in in Milan. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Zendaya is a huge star for them. Beyonce is a huge star for them. It's not necessarily movies; it's it's in music as well. But I do think we're sort of demographically isolated in our little groups. So you know, people under thirty have a whole grump bunch of stars who we just you and I just don't pay attention to, and vice yeah. versa. Right. Um, and it'll be interesting to see. How somebody like Timothy Chalamet evolves and grows as a star, and whether he holds on to his stardom and makes the right choices and lasts, or whether he's kind of an overnight sensation.
7: I tell you, I, I like to watch some really old old movies, and then uh, I watch new movies as well. And it appears that um, some of the stars back then were a, a little stiff, and the new, uh, even if they're newcomers, they seem the acting seems better now. Hmm. How do you feel about it? Anybody that? you're thinking of in particular? Just I watch some films and I said, Man, they these people are really, really good. And then um, you know, I watch an old movie which I enjoy, but it seemed like the acting was a little stiff. That's just my take on it. How about you?
45: Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, I it's different styles of acting. It's different um different eras sort of want to see people behave differently on screen. Mm-hmm. I will say just historically and again I wrote about this in a book um, was when Marlon Brando shows up in the early 50s he completely changes what film acting is about and film stardom from sort mm-hmm. of presentational oh, to naturalistic yeah. to improvisational towards sort of like oh he's acting like a real person you don't know what he's going to do next um, and honestly the lessons of Brando still are com- continuing to play out so you look at an actor like Ryan Gosling you know and you can draw a direct line from the way from his acting techniques back to brando you know um and same with uh you know an actress like Kate blanchett um who now there's somebody to me who's not a star in the sense that we don't have any idea who she is off camera um we just know that she's going to be somebody different whatever mm-hmm. movie she's in um that, to me, is the difference between an actor and a star. A great actor is somebody who's different from movie to movie, but you're still drawn to their talent. A great star is somebody who's essentially the same from movie to movie, Tom Cruise being a perfect example, but just different enough that you want to see what they're going to do next.
7: Who do you think is the best actress around today?
45: Uh, that's a really good question. Um, I'd like to say Meryl Streep. Uh, I'd yeah. like to say Kate Blanchett. Always I'm trying wrong, to think yeah. of some... Young, some some uh, younger actors who are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw. Uh, oh well, you know goodness. Um, Angela Bassett in the new uh, Black Panther movie gives a phenomenal performance. I mean, like Oscar, it's a superhero movie, but she's you know the mm-hmm. stuff that you can get an Oscar for. There, are, you're right. There's a lot of good talent, and interestingly, there's a lot of good. Um, places there's so many many opportunities uh for actors to showcase their talent because of all the tv series that are being made because of the streaming revolution so netflix is having tv series amazon's having tv series apple tv etc etc all these so all of a sudden we've got this boom in screenwriting and production and that's great for actors so you're seeing a lot of opportunities for new actors old actors actors reinventing themselves it's kind of on that level, it's an interesting time to be alive.
7: Marlon Brando, I remember when he got a million dollars for a film and people got, oh my God, a million dollars for a film and now it's pocket change, huh?
45: Exactly. Uh, Although, I still think, I do think that the heyday of an actor who can open a movie is past for now. Mm -hmm. I think Tom Cruise can open a movie, but only if it's in, like, one of his known, you know, like Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. Everybody's going to go see that. But if it was an original movie, it would have trouble. That the day of the, the bankable star um, is, is kind of over for now, unless things change.
8: Yeah,
7: that's what I was uh, trying to allude to. It just doesn't seem to uh, be happening. Now, uh, I understand, and I, I have Netflix, that... Um, You're not too happy with Netflix and their movies, and uh, it seems like a lot of the stuff now is uh, different languages on Netflix, which I don't remember a couple of years ago it being that way.
45: Well, Netflix is trying to set itself up. It's a global company, Mm -hmm. um, but it's also, uh, you you know, in terms of uh, America um, and uh, the U.K., it's definitely catering to, um, uh, you know, foreign language audiences. Uh, not with art films, but with commercial hits. So, you you know, if you go onto Netflix in America, you can dive mm-hmm. down a rabbit hole of, you know, Hindi language, um, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, action adventures, including one called RRR. That's one of the best movies I've seen this year. It's a fantastic action film. Um, but those, by and large, they're catering to a very specific audience that speaks that language, wants to see the movies that were hits at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that... Netflix, among all the streaming platforms, is the one that's the least interested in movies, in in, in English, you know Hollywood movies, which is kind of ironic, considering that they set themselves up as a DVD delivery service. But they're putting their eggs into the international market, mm-hmm. the um, original programming, original movies, original series, and series from uh, around the world and, and, and America, but not so much in Showcasing movies that have been made, you know, elsewhere for the studios or elsewhere. They're they're not in that business, and I'm kind of surprised sometimes that people go to them for movies, Hollywood movies. There are many other um, platforms that do it much better.
7: Yeah, I mean the, the series. You know, I watch mostly the series on Netflix, and uh, Amazon mm-hmm. seems to have more movies than uh, series, if I'm not mistaken. And a lot of dub-ins yeah, yeah. dub on the, uh, you know, speaking, because they speak a different language, and you can tell. I guess you get used to watching it when it's dubbed in, the voice, but it takes me a while.
45: Well, they or dubbed, I, I think most places you can either get it dubbed and or subtitled, um, and so, you know, you make your choice. I prefer subtitled because I want to hear the actors' mm-hmm. actual voices. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I know some people are more comfortable, you know, uh, less comfortable with, with reading it, especially if the titles are coming in a, at a clip. Um, but, yes, Amazon is better at having movies. For one thing, you can rent just about anything on Amazon um, for two ninety nine, Um and Netflix doesn't have that option.
7: Ty Burr is with us for a few minutes here, a gentleman who has watched a lot of movies, I assume. So, what do you think of uh, Yellowstone? I mean, uh, everybody. I, I'm going to get. I'm going to watch that series. I, I'm probably the only one I know that hasn't. Uh,
45: uh, you and me, you, you and me, we're the two people who haven't watched
7: it. Yeah, maybe I'm cheap. I just didn't want to cough up the money. But now, when everybody, all my friends are talking about it, I said maybe I'll start from season one. But it sounds terrific.
45: Yeah, no, that's you know you get these TV shows that. Um, you know, you get some TV shows that the critics pay attention to and sort of become word of mouth, you know, become sort of cultural lightning rods. Um, and I, you know, you can point to Ted Lasso or Severance or, just, you know, a mm-hmm. bunch of shows. But then you get something that like Yellowstone, which viewers have discovered. And I kind of like that. And I got to start watching it too. Cause I like the people in it. Um, and I'm curious to see it. Uh, and I'm curious. I, I, I'm, I appreciate the fact that it's not really. Struck a chord with viewers across the country, um, and it hasn't been heavily hyped. It's just been sound um, and really appreciated and talked about, and that's great.
7: Basically, word of mouth, and um, hasn't won any awards, which I'm surprised with, with all the the notoriety of how good it is. Is there? A- yeah,
45: yeah. Sometimes it takes a uh, again. This is you know a, a show like that, which it may not be flashy, um, which may not be you know sort of hit the hot button issues yeah the awards audiences and voters may not be paying attention to it, but then they 'll catch up to it they 'll catch up to it
7: with all your reviewing of movies through the years uh, how much has to do with uh, politics, whether a movie is going to be released to begin with or whether it 's going to be uh, getting some awards?
45: Um, well, my response to it doesn 't uh, isn 't affected by that. I just look at the movie as the movie mm-hmm. um, I really do i, I go in i, I don 't read i don 't look at trailers ahead of time i don 't read other reviews ahead of time. Um, I may familiarize myself just in a general fashion with who made it who 's in it um, but I really try and go in cold and let the movie be the movie it wants to be or at least try to be the movie it wants well, that's to be that 's where the crit- criticism comes in how how successful did it be the movie it was trying to be
7: time we have a few theaters around here that uh have closed for a little while because they they thought that the movies out were stinkers, and they wanted to open back up when we get into the holiday films of November, December. Um, what are some of the really good movies that we've had out?
45: Um, well, there's uh, some really good stuff coming at the end of the year. One, one thing I'm looking uh, forward to, I've seen it, but I'm looking forward to everybody else seeing it as the new Steven Spielberg movie The Fablemans uh, Which is really about His growing up It's his most Autobiographical movie to
8: date
45: hmm. um, It's About a family In the 60s In Southern California Not named the Spielbergs But named the Fablemans um, And about a young boy Making Super 8 epic w- World War 2 epics In his backyard While his parents Are splitting up um, Played by Michelle Williams And Paul Tano. Um And it's really It's a really affecting movie And it, it's personal But it's kind of feels universal, and um, it, it's, it's very well done. It, you know Because you know when you see a Spielberg movie, you're going to be in good hands, just in terms of the storytelling, the way this, the movie is told. Um, but this has that little extra added feeling like this is something that's close to me. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to people seeing that.
7: Yeah, no, I, I would definitely be interested in checking that out. Before you tell me about some of the other ones coming out, Tell me a, a movie or two that we missed that you saw that said, man, this this movie should have done a lot better. It could have been really big, but it didn't get the attention or they didn't carry it much.
45: Well, you know, as as we get into the further into the streaming era, you, can, you get these movies that could have been released theatrically or maybe even were, but just kind of ended up on, on a video in demand a little too quickly. Um, one I'm thinking of is... Um, uh, that new Fletch movie, Confess, Fletch, uh, Confess, comma Fletch. Yeah, and yeah. You remember the old Fletch movies with Chevy Chase? Oh yeah, um, sure. Yeah, well, this this is a new one based on the series of crime novels, detective novels, um, starring John Hamm from uh, Mad Men. Uh, and it played for like a week or two in theaters, but it's available on demand, and it's really funny. It's not it's not great art. It's not nothing. You know, not the best movie ever made. It's just fun. It's just entertaining. Um, really good cast. And I'm, you know, as with Yellowstone, I, I'm I'm glad that people are kind of finding it on their own.
8: Yeah, um, they are.
45: And I got I got I got to say one other one. So I'm now doing this newsletter that uh, called Tiber's Watch List that shows up in your in your email twice a week with me saying here's something good on streaming, here's something good in theaters. My whole idea of it is to help be a guide to cut through all the bourgeois out there. Just mm-hmm. there's so much content. Um, And one of the movies that I was really glad to sort of discover and tell my readers about was this Danish action film called Riders of Justice that on the surface looks like, you know, another Charles Bronson vigilante ripoff. And even the trailer looks like that. But if you actually watch the movie, it's really funny, really moving, plays a lot of twists on that genre. And everybody I know who I said, go see this movie. And they're like, I don't want to see another movie like that. And they go see it and they come back and they say, that was an incredible movie, and mm-hmm. it's called Riders of Justice. It literally is a ninety nine rental on Amazon. Trust me, watch that movie. You'll be glad you did.
7: See, so you can miss some. You can miss some that are really, really good. Now, now uh, I heard a lot of uh, talk about uh, Brad Pitt's movie, Bullet Train, but didn't seem mm-hmm. like it went off track. I
10: don't know.
45: You know, it didn't play well in the theaters, um, and that's going to be the kind of movie that, you know, you... you all of a sudden it shows up on your Netflix queue or whatever hBO max and yeah, yeah fine i 'll watch that a movie to be a hit movie these days in theaters it has to be based on something that everybody already knows. Original ideas, and this drives me crazy, but original movies do not do well in theaters anymore because people are so conditioned it has to be a new fast and furious it has to be a new Harry I potter I a star that. wars yeah. it has to be it has to be a superhero movie it has to have some To an already established franchise. Um, And Bullet Trains, it's okay. I I enjoyed it. It's not the greatest movie, but it's not bad. It's a good, you know, fast, funny action film. And I guarantee you, people will watch it uh, when it's uh, on demand, but it's not the kind of thing. People are scared of original ideas. And I don't know why that is, because they'll watch them on TV, you know, with some of these TV series but Mm -hmm. movies, not so much.
7: Well, it seems like the movie makers, uh, Ty, seem to want to gear it towards uh, a younger audience and some of the movies that have uh, older folks in there and those kind of topics, uh, they don't do as well. Is that basically how it is in the theaters?
45: Yeah, I mean, the things that you you and I used to call movies, which were dramas and Mm -hmm. and comedies and romances and thrillers and even musicals, those now either go direct to streaming or they play for a couple of weeks and then go to streaming Uh, the ones that make the money are the big heavy digital special effects extravaganzas the superhero Mm -hmm. movies the family films the family digital animation Um, it's which I find a bit of a shame because I believe as many people do that movies are to be seen as part of a crowd and that movie theater experience should not go away and it's not going away but for a lot of kinds of films, it is going
7: away. Yeah, no, that's um, how I feel. i that sad. Yeah, I do. Can you stay a few more minutes? I want to tell people how to get your products and everything. Yes. yes okay, absolutely. good. Um, I just want to say one thing. When I, I talked with Debbie Reynolds once, and uh, of course, mm, nice. the, the movie uh, Tammy was a bomb when it first came out, and you would know more than I, that some movies when they first came out were... Mm. But uh, she said... After the the song Tammy became a number one hit, they Mm -hmm. revisited the movie and it was a big success. So there must be a lot of little stories like that, huh?
45: Oh, there's plenty of them. Movies that nobody thought would work that that did. Movies that everybody thought would be a huge hit that completely tanked. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Casablanca, when they were shooting Casablanca, nobody had any idea what was coming next because they were writing the script as they were going and nobody thought it would be anything and it's you know held up as one of the greatest films of all time
7: yeah even It's a Wonderful Life didn't get off the ground I guess at the beginning that's huh? right hard to yeah, believe that, um, only,
45: that only was a hit because it was in public domain and it was showing on TV every Christmas that's the only mm-hmm. reason that everybody got to know it
7: Ty we'll be right back uh, stay with us okay let me take a short break here
28: miles and miles of carpet and tile we're the floor covering shop everything you need for your floor and the knowledge to help you make the right choice we're eastern connecticut's home of in stock flooring been so since 1963 sales installation financing and more come see the Graff family at 385 central avenue norwich online at floorcoveringshopinc.com and on facebook wall to wall we cover it
13: all we got miles and miles of carpet and tile
15: The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Do you have old
33: film or slides that you would like to be digitized? Charter Oak Scanning in Stonington transfers videotapes, audio tapes, film, reel-to-reel, negatives, slides, and they even offer restoration of old photo prints. Charter Oak Scanning is a local company. They just celebrated their 10th anniversary. All of the work is done on location. So, no worries about mailing your precious items. Your items will be ready in just a few weeks. Give the gift of precious memories. Ask them about their delivery service, Charter Oak Scanning, in the Velvet Mill, Stonington. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield.
40: Rebound! Loose puck,
38: score! The Huskies win! The
25: ice bus rolls on.
38: Shoot! Score! Ethniet Netter!
21: Closes the door! Huskies are winning!
28: Catch all the action all
25: season long on your home for UConn Hockey.
28: Catch many of the UConn Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WIZH.
7: We're happy to have with us a film critic and pop culture columnist for the Boston Grove for two decades. Ty Burr currently writes. He's got a watch list and we'll tell you how to get involved with all of that. But Ty, do you have any uh, good coming attractions for the uh, holiday season, which is sneaking up very quickly here.
45: Oh, my God, it certainly is. Um, well, I mentioned the Sablemans,
8: yeah, uh, the Spielberg
45: movie. Um, see that, yeah. the, 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 um, did you see Knives Out a couple of years ago? No. the uh, With uh, Daniel Craig, the sort of, um, mm-hmm. you know, Agatha Christie mystery movie kind of thing. Um, well, there's a sequel to that called Glass Onion. Um, a Knives Out mystery, which is going to be a week in theaters and then go to Netflix with Daniel Craig and Edward Norton and um, Kate Hudson, Dave Bautista. Uh, it's very funny. It's just about as good as the first one. If you like, you know, closed, dry, closed, locked door mysteries, you know, where Colonel Mustard did it with the, you know, with the, with a the noose in the ballroom kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to love this movie. That's a lot of fun.
7: Is Michael Myers finally through, or are we going to have another Halloween?
45: (laughs) We will always have another Halloween, Stu. He will never be dead.
7: Of course, he was number one for a weekend anyway, right?
45: Yep, yep, exactly. Now, you know, again, like I say, there are no original ideas in Hollywood. You can always make money by bringing Michael Myers back from the dead.
8: Yeah.
7: So you're involved. uh, Tell us what you're involved in now. You're You were at the Boston Globe for a couple of decades Um, Are you from the Boston area? I am
45: I am, in fact I grew up in Brookline I went to college, then went went down to New York For a couple of decades, and then came back in 2002 to write for the Globe Um, Was there for 19 years Um, Decided to uh, Start my own newsletter Because I felt like the way the Magazines and newspapers were covering movies um, No longer really reflected the way We watched them Mm -hmm. um, In very different environments and um, not paying attention to movies that might be very, very good, but they were, um, not appearing in theaters, going straight to streaming. So I came up with this idea of this newsletter, like I said, two, three times a week. And get it in your, your email. Um, it's free, but if you want to pay, you get extra emails and the ability to comment. And I've got a great, uh, you know, thousands of people who talk to each other in the comments. It's great. Mm. Uh, and, and, um, the whole idea is that I'm helping you make sense of what's out there, but both in theaters and on demand movies and also TV shows to some extent because we're all watching those. Uh, and so the way you get it is uh, you go to, um, you set your browsers to tyberswatchlist.substack.com watch um, or you Google Tibers watch list and that's there you can put your email uh, information in there and you'll start getting it. Um, and I'm really enjoying it because it feels like I'm speaking to the way people, like I said, watch movies today and need help because we have Netflix, we have Amazon, you know, some people have Disney Plus and HBO Max and Apple TV Plus and you don't even remember what you've got anymore and you have no idea what's on these services uh, aside from whatever they're sort of billboarding at the top of the home screen. So my job is to help you find the good stuff.
7: Yeah, because sometimes uh, you know we got uh, we got Amazon and we got Netflix and uh, and we what well, are going to watch tonight and there's uh, hundreds and hundreds and we can't <laughs> make up our mind and you go crazy I don't right. know, I don't know what to do and that's
45: that's why you end up watching like a TV series you've already watched or you know a sequel but you know something
8: that you know. already
45: know it's like so remember back in the in the blockbuster days when you'd go to the video store and you'd look at after the, like the tenth. Videotaped spine title You'd just blur out You just You know Didn't
8: know What you were
45: reading anymore Yeah So yeah You need You need guides
7: That's that's the idea I do Because I feel like A spoiled brat I got all these TVs I grew up with uh, Two and a half channels And now I can't Make up my mind With hundreds that's Of right. uh, networks It's bizarre So you got some uh, too much. Interesting books uh, That I think People would be Interested in a Movie stardom And modern fame And uh, Are your books Still around We can get them
45: they are if you go to amazon they absolutely are that that one uh, god like us on movie stardom and modern fame which like i said is a mm-hmm. history of stardom from the silent era to the internet age and um one that i wrote uh, about 15 years ago called the best old movies for families which is about turning your kids on to classics and i mean classics um but you know uh you know 30s 40s 50s 60s um And the only reason that book's dated is that it's still talking about renting DVDs, but everything in that book you can find on streaming now. So it's about sitting your, like, six-year-old kid down and making him watch Singing in the Rain. Believe me, they will thank you for it. Um, Those movies still work.
7: Is there one movie that you think you've seen the most? Huh. You may be...
45: Every every movie critic gets asked, um, Mm -hmm. what's your favorite movie?
8: Mm You know,
45: that's just goes with territory and I do say that my favorite movie is The Godfather which I believe to be true Um, I think I've probably seen that I've seen more than any other movie and um, a bringing up baby with Catherine Hepburn and Cary Grant Uh, that movie I fell in love with when I was a teenager I turned my my kids on to it I've probably seen it I don't know 15 times over the years
7: I fell in love with the movie Love Actually I just Ah, love that movie I got home from yeah, the movie, and yeah. I told everybody, and everybody went to see it. So,
45: Yeah, well, there you go. That's how, that's how word of mouth works. That's S- great. Some
7: of them had to yeah. see it more than once to really get it, but um, it was good. Well, Ty, it's a pleasure. Uh, is there one uh, great pick for the season that you're really looking forward to? You did mention, uh, of course, a couple, but is there any big surprise or is it mostly sequels?
45: Uh, no, I mean know we're we're in the, the the Oscar season now. So um uh you know a lot of uh, movies about um you know that, that want to be about something a little more uh special dramas are coming out. There's a couple out there that are, that are out there in theaters. Um uh, well actually one movie I'm looking forward to just to see how they do it is the, the Avatar sequel. James Cameron is finally coming up with a sequel to Avatar. Mm-hmm. So that's not going to be out till the end of the year. Um but there's one uh, uh very very good movie called The Banshees of Inisherin, which is set in Ireland, um, and it's about two friends who have a falling out. It's by the guy who made three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. A Very mm-hmm. talented, talented writer director named Martin McDonough. Um, the stars Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. I just saw it for the second time, and it's I think it's a masterpiece. It's it goes into some dark places, but it's a really beautifully written, beautifully acted, funny disturbing movie kind of everything you kind of want in a movie that leaves you thinking so that's the Vanshees of Inner Share and that's a pretty good
7: one well it's a pleasure to speak with you and uh, enjoy uh, chatting about movies all the time I've always been a movie person and I still think there's nothing like going into the theater (laughs) sitting down with a $19 box of popcorn and enjoy a good movie (laughs) But it's just something about being in the theater. I remember when we grew up in Mattapan, Mass., we'd go into the, it's called the Oriental Theater, and there'd be stars in the ceiling. (laughs) It was a real experience. Yes, yes. I
45: never went there, but I remember hearing about it.
7: Yeah, and uh, of course, there's no more balconies, so don't try to go up them, because they're (laughs) not there anymore. Well, thank you for this. I appreciate it. You've given us some good tips, and uh, there's no reason to believe it. it won't be a good holiday season, of course. The movies, uh, will be putting out probably a lot of new Christmas movies. This is the time they usually do it. Does it look that way?
45: You know, it's not that many this year. Uh, There's Spirited with Will Ferrell, which is on demand. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Amazon on Netflix. I can't remember. But I can't think of any specific uh, Christmas movies this year. Yeah. They're taking a break. I don't maybe, know why.
7: Maybe run out of They'll themes. They'll be back next year. We'll, we'll watch the old ones. So, Ty, the best way to get in touch with you and, and um, what you're doing with your newsletters is, uh, what do we do?
45: Yeah, go to dot com. T-Y-B-U-R-R-S-T-A-C-H watchlist, W-A-T-C-H-L-A-S-T dot substack dot com
7: So are you going to any movies this week?
45: <laughs> yes, I'm going to one tonight. Okay. Uh, I'm going to a pr- press screening of a movie called She Said, which sounds like a, all the president's Men style drama about the two yeah. reporters who uh-huh. uh, discovered the Harvey Weinstein who broke the Harvey Weinstein story.
7: Yeah, and this is called She Said. Sounds interesting. Alright, yeah. good to talk to you. Have a great season. You two, too, See you, Ty. Okay, take care. You too. Bye-bye. Ty Burr, talking movies. I don't know about you, but we grew up with movies, movies, movies. 889 We can uh, turn the film on for you if you like. We'll be right back. Do you need help
25: paying for heat? You may have never needed our services before, but TVCCA is here to help during this difficult time. Through the Connecticut Energy Assistance Program, TVCCA can provide assistance heating your home. No matter your primary heating type, if you've already paid for a deliverable fuel like oil, a credit can be applied with your vendor for a future purchase. Homeowners and renters may apply. Weekday, Saturday, and early evening appointments are available. Visit TVCCA.org today. Husqvarna's professional handheld line is built with just one goal in mind maximizing
40: your productivity. Whether you're looking for the best gas or battery operated equipment, Husqvarna 400 and 500 series of chainsaws, trimmers, hedge trimmers, and leaf blowers are ready to tackle any task with unrivaled power, durability, and innovation. Check out the Husqvarna Professional Handheld 400 and 500 series at KH. KH equipment located at 1221 Norwich Road Plainfield. KH, your headquarters to buy, rent, or repair.
7: Don't get mad at uh, movie theaters when they charge a lot for a ticket. Because it's not an easy business. And they really, they make most of their money at the concession stand. So if it, you know, pay a little more for the popcorn or the candy bar, that's how they keep going. It's really the, uh, the concession stand. So what are movies on average? About nine bu- nine bucks a ticket, something like that? Hi, you're on the air. Welcome.
12: Well, here's a good question to ask your customers today, customers of your listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what was their first um, date at a movie? Um, any boy I dated, um, I dated my husband young and married him, but um, my first movie in a movie theater with a boy was Rocky 1.
8: Hey, all
7: right. Hey, Andrea. Okay, and yeah.
12: then um, my second date, uh, oh my gosh, I think it was, yeah, it was, oh no, one other guy before my husband. Um, I saw Saturday Night Fever, very classics, and with my husband, I still have the ticket stub because I stayed with him. I saw Animal House in 1978.
7: <laughs> I have a recommendation for somebody on a, going on a first date. Don't go to a movie. because Well, not
12: now, but I mean, no, back I then, mean, that was all we did. And, I understand. Well, oh, then I actually went when I was in sixth grade. Parents supervised and said, okay, who are you going with? I want you in and out. And they dropped us off and picked us up. I saw um, The Way We Were um, when I was in sixth grade in the movie theater
30: with the boy. Mm-hmm.
7: My first date ever was a movie, <laughs> and it was the, uh, the movie Char- Charade. I don't know if you remember that. And uh, I was nervous. It was my first date. And I remember when we got in, the movie was half over. I got the time all mixed up. So so in those days... Oh, you're so cute. (laughs) In those days, they played the movie again. So I watched the last half with her and then the first half after that. So it was...
12: uh, I grew up in Waterford, but um, my family's from New London. So I did actually go to the guard, but my dad said talked about the guard constantly. how I when mean, he was a kid. How they sat in the balcony, and um, yeah, it's just it's tradition. You should, you know, it's just. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the drive-ins, um, not so much because there isn't any more drive-ins. It's sad. I saw Bad News Bears and oh gosh, what was the double feature? Bad News Bears.
7: Yeah, they had oh. double features in the drive-ins, of course. Yeah. I would be a little but, kid, and I was wondering why all the w- windows were fogged up. You know, I, <laughs> so what the heck is that all about? Hmm? They,
12: they got that stuff on uh, Facebook. Do you remember when? I love it. They show the old, um,
8: yeah. you know,
12: speaker that you put in your car, and the kids don't know what it was. They have no clue. But, uh, yeah, that's a good one. First, first dates.
7: First so let's dates. let's go
12: so everyone else can give you a call.
7: All right. Thanks for calling. Bye, Steve. See ya. Yeah, it was a movie called Charade. I think the whole date was a charade. Hi, you're on the air. Welcome.
21: Yeah, hi, Stu. Um, hi. Yes, yesterday, you had a, a, a good program on instrumentals. Uh,
7: yes, I, I'm going to do that again, too, with different ones because people liked it a lot. Mm-hmm.
21: Yeah, I enjoyed it. But I was thinking about uh, how certain uh, instrumental movie themes, you know, uh, songs uh, really <laughs> mm. uh, invoke such, you know, feelings and moods. But, like, for example, um, I, don't, I don't know if you ever saw the Flamingo Kid with Matt Dillon
7: a long time ago I believe yeah, yeah. He,
21: he has a fallen out with um, his family and then at the end there they have a dinner and a nice scene on I think it was somewhere Coney Island or whatever but at this restaurant but they play uh, uh, Stranger on the Shore that you know it's just perfect you know for it just puts you in that mood you know the, some kind of nice
7: uh, feeling uh, yeah no it's really it can really yeah. enhance a movie a lot there's some mo- music that doesn't but uh, for instance I don't know did, did you see The Graduate did you ever see that
21: oh it's my favorite I, I probably watched that more than any Yeah,
7: I mean, that's one of my that I watched a lot but the soundtrack was incredible
11: it was uh, Simon Garthold, I mean
7: I mean just, just everything seemed yeah. to fit even though when you think about it why did they play that but it it just seemed to fit Oh, it
21: and, did. It did. It was, it uh, really it was wonderful, yeah. yeah.
7: Of course, the big one of the biggest-selling soundtracks was Saturday Night Fever. because Yeah, I was,
34: I was just thinking of that, you
21: know? Yeah,
7: had as as, a uh, bunch of hits on it, of successful
34: course. Successful ones, yeah. yeah. yeah that, was, that was a biggie.
7: But good points. Uh, there's some, yeah. some songs that just will linger with you that uh, create a moment in a movie. So. A
34: definitely, definitely.
7: Well, thank you, sir.
34: You're welcome. Bye now.
7: Hello, welcome to the program.
34: Hey, good afternoon,
21: Stu. Hey, Joey. I wanted to ask you. I I, I probably uh, bugged you. Your phone was ringing and ringing. I wanted to catch Ty. I wanted to ask him a question. I used to love watching Cisco and Ebert. I was my question would have been, do you think they were fair and do you think they were accurate? I would have loved his answer on that.
7: Well, I, yeah, I'm guessing he would say, well, it's just personal opinion, but. Uh...
21: Yeah, well, that's, the, that was their field, the same thing he does. So I, I just wanted his view on that's all. No big deal. Hey, the first movie I remember when I was a kid, my oldest brother Mickey, my sister Patty and me, my younger brothers weren't born yet. My father had a 56 Chevy Nomad. It was a two door station wagon Chevrolet. And I remember my mom used to put us in our, our sleeping uh, with our booty, uh, pajamas on and on. we play around in the back. We had that coil. You burn for the, uh, with the mosquitoes, and this is certainly the speaker. But the first movie we I got to see it, I don't really remember it very well. Was bad. Uh, was Goldfinger with uh, you know James Bond mm-hmm,
8: mm-hmm.
21: in the sixties? But they, my father would put the tailgate down, and we could sit in the back there, and we could watch the. Yeah, it was pretty cool the way it was. And my last movie that drive in the was down here in Montville. I saw Superman on the big screen down there on thirty-two. Neat. <laughs> Yeah, that was the last one. That was in the '80s, in the early '80s. I was, in, I was still in the service and stuff. Yeah, and that was it. And Anne Bancroft. I had a crush on her. I loved Simon and Garfunkel. The Graduate was a great movie.
7: Mm. So yeah, you, you
21: was were, it Anne, Bancro- Anne Bancroft? She was married to that. He was a heck of a funny man. What was his name? Still Mel Brooks. No, Brooks, that's yeah. it, that's it, yeah But I always had a crush on uh, Ann, uh, Ann Bancroft for some she, reason I she thought she was very attractive she, But anyhow, yeah, it was good, a good, good interview, too.
7: All right, thanks, buddy, thank you Later, yeah She was a great Mrs. Robinson, wasn't she? Ann Bancroft, Dustin Hoffman, that was really his uh, first big film he, went, he was petering around and got that job And he became a wonderful actor, didn't he? Dustin Hoffman the more, first movie I ever saw was with my mom, and it freaked me out. I was a little kid, and I couldn't even tell you what it was about, but I remember the name of the movie. It was called The Rose Tattoo. And all I remember, it was a sad movie, and I didn't like it. I just didn't like the movie. I got over it about 10 or 11 years later. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi.
12: I think Is Joey writing a book about you? No. Well, I I was just wondering, earlier in the morning, he was talking about questions about you. So um, I was just wondering if he was writing um, a book.
7: I don't think so. He has
12: a lot of knowledge about you and your family.
7: He just remembers... He listens a lot And remembers some of the things We talk about Mm -hmm.
12: Okay Secondly I wanted to um, Ask about Your guests When you have guests on Your Station Are they Welcoming Former Incarcerated people Writing books you know, has a book deal and they come on and they're promoting and they're rehabbed and whatever. I don't know. I'm just curious. I can book any as, guest
7: I want. I'm, I know that I, if it was a serious crime, I would not do it. You know, there are certain things. Uh, depends on the situational thing.
12: Okay, so you kind of said you welcome that. You know, because I can send... Where
7: are you going with this? Come on, get to the point.
12: Um, I'm thinking there is a job opportunity for people who are, are released, uh, in concert, uh, incarcerated, and they're coming on your program, and this is part of a lot of your guests.
7: Really? Give me an example. Books. I had one uh, woman who was... Uh, put out a hit on a guy who was the boyfriend of her daughter. She served her time in jail, and uh, she put out a hit on him because he was abusing her daughter, and was about to abuse the daughter's baby. So I did have her on, and told her story, and uh, she's repented, and realized that she was wrong. But that's the only other time I think I've had anybody that was in jail on. So if you're thinking there was a whole bunch, there wasn't. Okay. Okay.
12: I appreciate your honesty Sure Thank you
7: You're welcome Hello, welcome to the program
12: Okay, I thought of the other movie Bad News Bears and Paper
7: Moon <laughs> I liked them both Paper right? Moon and
12: I, Like Joey said, he his parents probably went backwards And he put the back of the station wagon down I was on a station wagon And my family that I went with Let us sit on top of the roof With our pillows and sleeping bags
7: yeah, but we loved the drive-ins when we were little because we went on the swings.
12: I mean, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that, because then we used to get out of the car in our pajamas, like Joey said, and go swing on the swings, and then the movie would come on and be like the commercial with the concession stand people and the hot dog and the bun, like in Greece, and we'd be like, uh-oh, we have to get back, hurry up. My parents would yell, come on, get back to the car. But my dad would pack his Rheingold beer, and we'd put our pajamas on, we'd have supper, and they'd just... We had a 1967 Rambler Station Wagon.
7: The best. Do you remember the Dancing Hot Dogs? A movie will be I back do, in five I minutes. Do.
12: Yeah, I'm like, I'm 60, like I said, but I still remember it. You've got 10 years on me, but God bless you, so uh, good for you.
7: <laughs> that snack bar when I think of the the food that we used to eat. Oh, my God.
12: We didn't get anything but popcorn because we would have supper, mm-hmm. and I lived in Waterford, and we went to the Waterford Drive-In right there on Clark Lane. Yeah. And if you don't know if you know the area, um, and then um, now it's... Apartments or something, but uh, and then the Norwich drive in, um, but it's a shame they, they don't exist. The kids don't know what they're missing. Just got to tell you, know.
7: you this uh, we, we went to a drive in, I was pretty young, and, uh, and across there was another drive in, and oh, that drive in yes. was playing X rated movies. Yes, and everybody was straining their neck uh, to see if they could see the screen. I the, used to
12: work in um, Groton and um, yeah. on 184 at a hairdressing salon. And there was a, was a place called the Connecticut Drive, right? It was a driving school. Mm-hmm. And before we would close up, we would walk upstairs up to the school where the kids were taking driving lessons and by written, you know, handbooked uh, stuff. And we, you could see the Groton Drive-In. And the Groton drive was, like you said, X-rated movies.
8: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You
12: could totally see it. My God, they don't do that anymore. Isn't it crazy? But, oh, well.
7: Anyway, there's a f- maybe two or three left in the country driving movies.
12: C'est la not, not in Connecticut. I don't even know where. Where is it? Maybrook? Um,
7: or? Beach there? has one in the summer, but it's just very little. Yeah.
12: It's a shame. It's a shame. It was fun times, but uh, thanks for sharing.
7: All right. Thank you. Bye, Stu. Stu Breyer with the WICH. Let me check my Stu Doppler window. Mm, talking about first dates, first movies. Tomorrow we're pretty much a, an open topic. Unless you know, I get a call from an inmate who wants to come on my program. But other than that, uh, Ty Burr was our guest. He's a—he's really I love—I love talking about movies. I don't know, I just always loved the movies, and now that they're so available on television and Netflix and HBO and I don't know, it's almost like too much too muchism kind of loses the fun a little bit. I call it too much ism.
0: Another Connecticut bank is being acquired by a large out-of-state institution. How much does your bank value you if they're selling your account again? This is Nick
30: Kaplanson, president and CEO of Dime Bank. If your bank has proved once more that shareholders and profits come first, maybe it's time to let them know you've
6: had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime.
30: Dime Bank. Community
32: banking lives here. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender.
7: Let Good afternoon.
32: Good afternoon, Stu. This is your friend Wendy calling from Mansfield. Do you remember me?
7: Yes, Wendy. How's everything going with you?
32: Well, everything's going well. Thank you for asking, Stu. I understand you're asking about drive-ins, and you don't know of any drive-ins in the area?
7: I think there may be one in the area. I don't know exactly where it is.
32: It is called the Mansfield Drive-In. It is located on Route 32, believe it or not, in Mansfield. How about that? Is it, it's yeah. at the intersection of Route 32 mm-hmm. and Route 31, also known as Higgins Highway. Hmm.
7: Is it just open in the summer? Or?
32: I believe they are open now until right before Thanksgiving. They have their flea markets going on. I don't know whether or not they're showing movies. I believe it's just the flea market. But look them up. I, I can't multitask on my phone, talk to you, and do it at the same time. Yeah, of course. I'm sure somebody's going to jump on the bandwagon and say it's com or something like that. But just look up Mansfield Drive-In in Mansfield, Connecticut, and I'm sure you'll see the link. It used to be the youngden family or his wife's name. I don't remember what it was. He just passed away recently. Now,
7: Wendy, I think now nowadays if you do happen to get to a drive-in that they can pipe in the sound through your radio, something like that.
32: That is correct. They have, uh, I believe there are three screens, or is it four screens? They tell you which radio station underneath it to tune your uh, your stereo system and be it Bluetooth, whatever it is. I haven't been there in a while. But, um, yeah, they they tell you what to do, and you can watch the movie. It's great. They still have the, uh, remember those green uh, mosquito-repellent things? They're called PIC, P-I-C. They got mm-hmm. rid of the mosquitoes. You put them on the outside of your car if you happen to be hanging out and watching the movies and stuff. Yeah, forgot they still about sell that. those. They sell the hamburgers cheeseburgers I'm sorry cheeseburgers hot dogs popcorn you know the usual stuff local yeah. soda from Hosmer Mountain shout uh, out to Hosmer Mountain I
7: know they had the uh, saltiest french fries I've ever eaten in my life uh, with the drive-in I used to go to but in those days I'm, we ate all that food
32: right well some people still do but uh, yeah. popcorn was always my favorite and they got that We call it popcorn boil (laughs) and butter-flavored oil. It's fantastic. There's just not enough. Give me two cups of it.
8: Well, it's nice to know.
32: I'll I'll let you get back to your show, but that's one place you need to go. And I can't sing. I have perfect pitch, but I can't sing. Their jingle is, come on down for the best show in town, Mansfield (laughs) Drive-In.
7: It's still pretty popular, huh?
32: Yes, it is very. And the flea market's there, I believe, going until right before. I think Mm -hmm. maybe this might be the last weekend because... Thanksgiving is a week from Thursday.
7: Yeah, But anyway, probably. check it out. All right, thanks a lot. Good to hear from you.
32: You're welcome.
7: Have a great day. Bye-bye. So, um, most of the drive-ins have become flea markets. <laughs> well, it's big space, you know. You've got to put something in there. The drive-in movies. First dates. Usually maybe the third date you'd go to a drive-in movie. The first maybe the just the indoor movie. It's the one the parents would let you take them. All right. You can have your own little memories, if you like, on that. Just one more look at the weather for today.
6: It has clouded up. You're listening to Personality Radio,
9: WICH Weather.
6: Increasing cloudiness, 45 today. A little snow, wintry mix, but mostly rain tonight, 34. Showers to start tomorrow. Should end fairly soon, and mostly cloudy day for the most part tomorrow, 45 to 50. Mix of sun and clouds on Thursday, and only 45. That's your Channel 3 Early Warning
9: Forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 43 degrees. I took out my winter coat today. Why not?
7: If it's cold, put the winter coat on. On this uh, November 15th, Thanksgiving is eight days away. A week from this Thursday. How about a couple of jokes from uh, Henny Youngman before we close things out here? (laughs)
46: A lot of people ask me, how do you become a comedian? Well, it's simple, folks. You got a lot of jokes together, you tell them to your friends, you keep the good ones. Now, before you know it, you are a riot. Everybody wants you in the home for parties, weddings, everything, you get free meals, everybody makes a fuss over you. Now, if somebody tells you you ought to go on the stage like an idiot, you believe this. Now, to go on the stage, you must learn how to speak clearly. You go to diction School. They fill your mouth with marbles and you are supposed to talk clearly right through the marbles now every day you lose a marble when you've lost all your marbles (laughs) I just found a labor-saving device a rich old lady a drunk walks into an elevator shaft he falls down ten flights he's lying there bleeding he says, I said, up! (laughs) you know, a father was explaining ethics to his son who's about to go into business. He says, suppose a woman comes in and orders $100 worth of material. You wrap it up and you give it to her. Now she pays you with a $100 bill. As she goes out the door, you realize she's giving you two $100 bills. Now here's where the ethics come in. Should you or shouldn't you tell your partner? (laughs) (laughs) They have a new thing now called nicotine anonymous. It's for people who want to stop smoking. When you feel a craving for a cigarette, you simply call up another member. He comes over and you get drunk together. <laughs> now, in the next scene, we see a couple that have been married for 20 years. He says to her, honey, let's go on a vacation. As he says this, he looks in the next room where he sees a little old lady knitting. He says, darling, if you don't mind, let's go this time without your mother. She said, my mother? I thought it was your mother. <laughs> Folks, I got a wonderful doctor. If you can't afford the operation, he touches up the x-rays. <laughs> my arm hurt. I went to the doctor. I said, Doc, it hurts when I lift my arm like this. He said, don't do that.
8: <laughs>
46: I said, Doc, it hurts. He pulled down a medical book. He studied it 20 minutes. He said, you ever had that pain before? I said, yes. He said, well, he got it again. <laughs> Incidentally, folks, if any of you people meet me at the racetrack, please don't give me any more tips on horses. I played a horse so slow, the jockey kept a diary of the trip. <laughs>
7: All right, there's some of the greatest old jokes of all time.